0: So, what is it? Why did you want me on this show again? Because that's what we do. <clears throat> I'm, not, is, I'm not a black belt. I am drinking.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I ain't got nothing to do with black belts. I mean, it, that's a frequent thing. I thought thing your show either. was called Dinner with a Black Belt. No. Mm. The show is called Pojada Podcast. And there's a series of episodes uh. called Booze with a Black Belt, but I also booze with brown belts and purple. But your kid, for, oh, hold on. Your child. Is you my kid drunk? Yeah. <laughs> Your, I'm saying, <laughs> your kid was on the show. She's not a black belt that I know of.
0: Ah,
1: it says the the black belt isn't the point.
0: You gave her, be- you gave her beer.
1: She didn't take it. No. Oh, she's good parenting. It good
0: doesn't it doesn't explain why I said said episode she was looking for a union job. I did not understand what that was about. But <laughs> what she's just been slamming PBRs and looking for union jobs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, man. The uh, I want to ask you about um. That staged fight that happened between some of the best grapplers in the world.
0: TJ and Scott Coleman back at fight to win? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was crazy.
1: Wrinkle Fest two thousand eighteen.
0: <laughs> Looked like old balls rising yeah. up against each other. <laughs> the <a> lemon party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lemon party? Yeah, that's I'll Google it. Anyways, or don't no. Google it. No, duck don't Duck Google Go it. that one. No. Um now TJ had the best entrance, probably in fight to win history, coming out to that one. Tell me about it.
1: Do I know about this?
0: Uh, you weren't into the thing back then. Were I you? know, but like,
1: do I, have I heard of this? I don't oh, think I have. Have you talked I'm to saying. TJ? I'm going to. He's
0: not shy about sharing what he's done and what he's done well. Yeah. So if you've talked to him, you probably heard about it.
1: No, I was talking to him just today about how usually he came
0: out in his flight suit. Yeah. With his helmet. A flight suit. Well, he was an F-16 pilot. Like
1: airplane flight. Yes. Yeah, so not the it was other kind.
0: Fighter pilot suit. Yeah, from when he was a fighter piloter.
1: Isn't he still? No, or does he fly? No, he's like c- civilian planes f- or like something. He's Sixty years old. And yeah. He
0: can't still fly. He flies civilian planes, which it's got to be like going from like a race car to a bus. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> rocking that city bus. Yeah, yeah. you were Formula One. It's a
0: lot of responsibility. I got thirty people who are need to get to the courthouse on this bus. Um, but yeah, him and, he had that great. He came out to. That Top Gun song that we all like. Ugh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That spotlight has gotta be something else. Oh, anyway, so we're the talking Spotlight. About, yeah, for Fight to Win, like just having like all your friends there and people you know. And,
1: yeah, it's like a WWE style. And
0: they all know what you're doing, so they all know if you're doing it right or yeah, not. Yeah, <laughs> right. Everybody <laughs> just
1: judging me.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, but so speaking of slaps, do <clears throat> you think that was real?
1: I have no idea if it was real yeah i know the uh ishmael bentley was like that's staged and i'm like if it is kudos the good business move because everybody's paying attention to it you know yeah and then somebody else said like drew richards or something barbecue drew said something like it was probably real but Galvel's smarter than to get into a street fight and potentially ruin his brand online of being this you know you get your ass handed to you after a little slap and tickle interaction that's not going to go well for promoting you and your brand in your school right
0: based off of no evidence and me not being a smart person like, okay confirmed i'm more i'm more inclined to believe that uh it was totally staged yeah.
1: And it's a it's more fun to think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there it is. Just being wrestling fans and stuff, right?
0: Right, cuz like once that happened, my phone lit up. Yeah. Yeah. And when that happens, there's certain moments when like the drama's just juicy, right? Yeah. Where <clears throat> John Grills is irately upset. Like he wants nothing to do with it. If you bring it up, he <laughs> tells you about how stupid it all is. So you got that fun aspect of it. Uh-huh. But then a lot of it brings me back to like that when I was in a little kid at the lunchroom and you'd be like, no macho man straight up was abandoned by Hulk Hogan who took his old lady to the back room.
1: Damn it. Elizabeth
0: for who knows what reason Yeah, people get knocked out ringside all the time. Leave her. She's fine. It's part of the business. (laughs) (laughs) You got your homie in there, but
1: it is way more fun to think of it that way.
0: It is. And then to think of it at a stage is even kind of fun to be like, for me, for me, I like thinking that it's stage because I like thinking that they're trying to make jujitsu ju- juicy and exciting. I'm not gonna lie; most I follow a lot of grappling, and most grapplers have the personality of a state patrolman.
1: Right, the ones that don't, we think they suck. You're like, Ngh.
0: yeah, yeah. We you hate I'm them. Still they're being loud
1: on a state patrolman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it kicked in a little late. Yeah, that was it's, a yeah. Sorry, <clears throat>
0: um, mm. it's okay. Got that good shit. But the, the uh, yeah, if, it, it reminds me of the the dark days of the UFC when you just had like oh, there's roided out uh, cop haircut guy one
1: Mark Kerr. I don't know why I keep bring up cop things. Mark man. Coleman. Yeah, like and then they were like, incredible, but they were like, mm-hmm. I fought him, and yeah, okay, yeah, and they're great. like,
0: I want my opponent to be at his best. So I can show that I'm the world's best when I'm out doing, there doing my thing. Uh, he's My opponent's good, but he doesn't have any answers for what I'm bringing to the... Uh, <laughs> and
1: Instead, now, now it's, I slapped you in the fucking face and you walked away. You didn't do shit. Yeah. 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 Brother. But,
0: <laughs> or just him. You know, the whole Gordon Ryan thing. Like, he's so... Weird and interesting. Like, at least it's something to look at. Because if you go look for just like jujitsu ju- news, you're like, okay, well, what am I going to look at? The blue belt rankings and the purple rankings? Yeah. Belt rankings, see if they've changed. <laughs> Who's spider guards hot right now?
1: <laughs> it is a, a boring sport.
0: All sports are boring. When you sports down are to boring. That kinda yeah. Breaking for sure. down. I, I'm with you. Fantasy football made. NFL football more exciting at first, but then when I had to like, oh, I got to study and like figure out what's <laughs> going on. No, this, what's happening to guessing?
1: <laughs> you, gambling. You want gambling? Exactly. Yeah. Can we gamble on oh, jujitsu?
0: That's one thing Fight to Win's been doing. They've been posting the odds. Should and w- we? Where you can bet. Capitalize on, on this. Fight to Win's already on it.
1: But I mean, there was UP, t- UPS was around when FedEx started. Like, could let's go. We
0: have a segment where we talk about the odds and why they, when who we think the upset picks are and totally be wrong.
1: I'll let you talk about all that stuff. I'm talking uh, about let's set up a betting website or something.
0: With bitcoins?
1: I have no idea. We'll figure it out.
0: All right. Jiu-jitsu
1: it? mindset. I don't know, but let's do it. Get uh, bet on... Combat p-
0: sports or just mm. jiu-jitsu?
1: I, I feel like like MMA and stuff already has that. Like Vegas is all over that already. I feel like
0: if the FBI came looking for this, that list would be so short they'd get everybody in one net. They'd just be like, we got you all. All of you guys illegally gambling on jiu-jitsu.
1: No, we'll do it legal, though. There's got to be a way to do that.
0: Diamond Joe's, south of the border here. Diamond jo- They have a sports betting book room that's new. I wonder if they open to new ideas like, hey, can we have a jiu-jitsu tournament? People can just be betting with cash in their hands, like blood sport?
1: What <laughs> are you talking about? Diamond Joe's? Yeah. South of the border? South Iowa. Oh. no in, oh, s- in the south. Yeah, South I got of you. Our bo- Iowa. Yeah, border. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know you got that nas- international... Listening audience going on here
1: <laughs> There is actually You can see where people have downloaded your podcast Yeah On the analytics look, Canada Shout out to Canada
0: You look that stuff up? Yeah Man Good for you
1: Is it? I don't yeah. The whole thing is Who knows
0: You got that like Hold that. on Hold
1: on No Ga- uh, oh. What's her name? Gabby I say it?
0: Gabby Garcia Gabby Garcia
1: oh. The baddest motherfucker in that you room You know what
0: now. her and Gordon Ryan look like together? Uh huh it looks like Thor and the Incredible Hulk hanging out together. No,
1: no. You know what it looks like is uh, X-Pac and China. Well, yeah. That's exactly what that is.
0: <laughs> I think Gordy's doing a little bit better than X-Pac.
1: Fair. And uh, Gabby's not dead. Gabby's so, yeah. bigger
0: than China, too, I think. Yeah, probably. So I still think it's Thor and Hulk from the Marvel series. I never watched them. The before. Avengers.
1: I read a few of the comic books back in the day, but I never watched any of those movies.
0: Um, yeah, Gabby Garcia. What about her? Like, she got she lost to that. She's the
1: oh yeah, the Jesus. Somebody of Jesus. Yeah. Yep. I'm just saying she was the biggest, baddest looking dude in that room. Dude, you know what I'm saying. There <laughs> was the pictures
0: of her Vanderlay during the Ultimate Fighter. Brazil. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm saying like good for her. That's a big, scary, jacked juice to the gills winner. Do it.
0: Oh, Natalie, had never seen her before. Yeah. And she was just like, "What? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that lady? Like, That's Gabby Garcia." She's like, "That's not real." <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: it, she correct, probably right. Oh yeah, real but, in the strictest terms. But
0: it, it's cool that girls have their Marius Pujanowski to look up to. Yeah, right, right, <laughs>
1: right. Is he still fight? Marius yeah, Puginowski? he had like
0: some KSW Poland fight come up. He's got to be in his forties, right?
1: Yeah, and just imagine the trauma and damage that that body has seen oh man he's a karate guy and a strongman guy and a juice to the gills strongman guy and then I a fighter now
0: i wish he'd have beef with like butterbean and they just go back and butterbean,
1: forth that's my boy man
0: <laughs> Can you imagine them on instagram just taking shots at each other butterbean <laughs> slap pooch they're both
1: out of breath from the instagram <laughs> posts. do
0: you remember when that guy knocked out glenn danzig
1: who was it though is it just like, a rando dude. Because Danzig a, is like a midget, almost right. He's like five, says that he's like your height. Yeah,
0: exactly. Everyone yeah. says that, but they're just like, it's your if you're under five eleven. You're right. like, oh, what a dwarf. That's
1: correct. <laughs> <laughs> By, By the way, why are you I laughing? Find, this is true.
0: At least I can find people to roll with me at a hundred percent level. You have to like tone it down to like thirty percent because you're a giant guy. Except for three people are big enough to roll with. No, hard. it's not
1: even close to true.
0: What? You can't go
1: There's there. a crew from multiple gyms getting together on Tuesdays now. Yeah? And I saw the list because I was invited. Is it all you big fellas? And it's everybody. There's like 15 guys, nobody under six feet tall, no one under 200 pounds. God. It's a serious group of dudes for I sure. My
0: hips just made a creaking sound thinking yeah. about that group. Oh. Hey, it, by the way.
1: like three-minute rounds with like eight-minute rest periods. God, I hope so.
0: If you guys need funding for that crew you're running there, I think there's an OnlyFans Avenue in there for you. Just got put it, a got it locked camp, down
1: already, buddy.
0: Live cam, maybe some betting odds going ba- on.
1: It's not Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, it's Bear Jiu Jitsu. Oh. Spelled both B A R E and B E A R.
0: Oh, man. Gross. I mean, teach their own. <laughs> yeah. But it just. Oh, I'm just thinking about the sweaty <laughs> chest hair in people's faces.
1: I'm smooth as a baby's bottom. I don't, I don't do that to people.
0: I also wear a rash on when whenever- when I'm doing jiu-jitsu, I jiu-jitsu.
1: refuse to buy a rash guard. Is that wrong? Am I wrong in that? They, no, they're you're... ugly. They look <laughs> stupid.
0: It's that's fitting for your hipster personality. Your borderline okay. hipsterisms. Yeah, your craft beerisms.
1: I don't drink craft beer. You
0: and Carl both get away with not having to wear rash guards or. Basian, Bussian. Yeah,
1: I think if you know, we've had a Brush- beer or something, but I don't.
0: I think it's Brussian.
1: Brussian? There's an R in
0: there. Bussian.
1: Bussian. Let's go with that.
0: Oh, it's hard to say. I think he's Korean. There's kid in so I'm not sure.
1: Oh, yeah. He's the... <laughs> Do you remember that thing with his kid here? Because yeah. I'm not a kid guy, and kids are generally afraid of me, but I was sitting over there leaning against the wall when we were watching the fights mm-hmm. a couple years ago, and little dudes just walk around doing his thing, and then he stops right in front of me, looks at me, and holds his arm out, and like walks in and gives me a hug, and then just walks away. Yeah. What in the world was and that?
0: And a whole room of, like, jujitsu people and weightlifters went, aw. Yeah.
1: It's just, oh, a little tear.
0: That kid's the That's the, the only
1: time a kid has not, like, looked me in the eye and cried. So watch <laughs> out for that kid in a few years. Uh, it's made of steal.
0: I think Natalie was pretty chill with you when she was a baby.
1: No. No? I asked her about if I remember, if she remembered, uh, you know, way, way back. She was, like, three months old. And I remember... <laughs> She has a ridiculous question. You didn't listen to your daughter's I did. I don't remember. I don't remember things. (laughs) I I know. (laughs) Yeah, I referenced that recently. Um, But she, (laughs) I asked her about it because after we were done training stones and screaming and yelling and tacky, uh, your gal, Susie, Mm. Suzanne at the time, Mm. so many incarnations. um, Via. I'm I'm a Via. Via? Yep. Came out with the kid mm-hmm. and walked over and I kinda leaned in and she started crying immediately. Oh that's the only memory I have you of it. You had so, a shaved
0: yeah. head back then and no yeah, yeah, facial
1: hair. That's right. So less scary, more scary? I,
0: I think don't we know. were watching a lot of Oz back then too. So it was probably like
1: It's very Shakespearean. It's a whole thing.
0: <laughs> um yeah you're way scarier looking back. Way really? scarier scarier well, with beard. Well you look like you're a guy who would just pop off. Like a guy who would just push you over in the parking lot and hit you. Oh you're not that guy.
1: That's kind of what I was going for at the time. I wasn't, and I'm not that guy, but
0: Well then you'd lose it yeah. all the way reading books on the bleachers of some strongman contest. Like <laughs> <laughs>
1: I never read books at it.
0: Reading yeah, reading like super squats while sitting on the bench. <laughs> I gotta drink
1: milk and do lots of reps. All right.
0: <laughs> In a park. ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, those are fun summer days though.
1: Yeah. Anyways. Any kind of training getting together. Growing out, barbecuing, and beers afterwards is again, the best thing in the world.
0: Two, so all the drama in that whole community was under the surface layer.
1: What in strongman? Yeah, back in the day.
0: So all the people didn't like each other. It wasn't public. It wasn't known. They just like when you got to know some people, you find out there just some people who just weren't liked, and some people who were. Uh,
1: well, because it wasn't sanctioned fighting, you didn't get to like sort it out publicly in a tournament.
0: Yeah, but you know if they would have had like a little beef. If the guys that would have been beefing a little bit in Strongman, I don't know, it would have made it a little more fun.
1: Going back to the WWE thing. Right. Yeah, you know, like that's the, what you're, saying, you're trying this to whole do Gordon with, thing. I don't yeah. care
0: if it's stage, not stage, or whatever. I'm kind of just digging the whole like okay, so something's happening. Yeah. It's probably call- it's
1: probably the busiest thing they, they probably, you know, dropped Flow Grapplings website.
0: Yeah. And honestly, Gordon's so fucking good, man. Like so good. It's ridiculous. The way he's just like dancing when, around.
1: Yeah, when's the last time he lost?
0: I don't know. And is his brother gonna be better?
1: One would think. I I, I that would I guess that would be my prediction, but I don't you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just such a crazy crew. Like they're absolute crazy. Because
1: who did who did Gordon Ryan roll with when he was sixteen?
0: Tom DeBlas.
1: Okay, and X number of other high level people. Yeah. But who did his brother roll with at 16? The yeah. list is longer, bigger, including his brother.
0: But then there's other gyms probably around that are just quietly low-key. Every gym has their, like, yeah. teenage, like, yeah. o- obsessed gym member, you know? Like,
1: right. Somebody's coming up. Somebody's but, always coming up, but, yeah. But, That's uh, getting into, like, weird hypothetical territory, American you know?
0: Top Team has some kid that just lives there and trains while he's not in school. And, yeah. You know, probably. Uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> They were like, and so they, all these guys are training like the best in the world. Ryan Hall's got some kid that just hangs out with him and trains out there. I mean, essentially, you probably got a lot of Rory McDonald's in the making right now.
1: Who's Rory McDonald?
0: The Red King. Um, <laughs> That's the answer to it. No, I'm trying to think of all his nicknames. He had like a hundred nicknames, and they were fantastic. But he uh, Blitz? Did he go by Blitz? No. Oh, okay. But he was a training partner. Remember George Rush St Pierre. Rush? Yeah, that was his. Like nickname. Getty Lee. That was they were actually sponsoring GSP. At oh, time. okay. But so he trained <laughs> and he grew up in that MMA gym, just training MMA and getting specialized in that thing with the best in the world. Who did? Rory McDonald. Who are we talking about? Okay, yeah. training at Tristar, and that's essentially what you got going a lot of here. You got a lot of specialists. There's kids who grow up wrestling under the Schultzes or under Dan Gable, and eventually it goes away. Like eventually the the chain ends somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's gonna be. It's interesting to think about where this is all going with the blending of the blending of grappling sports, and blending of combat grappling sports, and now the entertainment value. Sla- slap, values. slap,
1: slapping, slap, oh, grappling, God. slap fighting.
0: This has only made combat jujitsu probably combat more jiu-jitsu. more of a thing that's gonna happen now. Well,
1: because there was a famous slap. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and then there's like you know I don't know. Comedy just has been gaining a little traction. People like to see the slaps against or at least talk about it. They think it's neat. I'm like, why just what? At that point, just go to MMA. What are you doing?
1: That was a fun like I uh, uh, I asked Ishmael Bentley about it yeah. last week. And um that was basically what we said, like you just go all the way that direction or stay all the way over here, yeah. you know.
0: But <clears throat> on the other hand, I do like exploring that boundary. More so than most martial arts seem to, like, peter out when you start implementing a lot of rules going the other direction. Yeah,
1: limiting it rather than trying to expand it.
0: We want to show you who the best judo player in the world is. So we're taking all the other aspects out of this to clean it up to just show the judo portion of it. You know, like, cool.
1: Niwaza.
0: But, yeah, when you never circle back (laughs) the other way and see what happens when you reintroduce these things, you kind of lose your... Right. Your idea of what's going on, you know. still effective martial art, but some martial arts went way too far that other way.
1: Yeah, like if you boiled basketball down to free throws. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm interested in somebody being a good free thrower. I'm not. But, like, yeah. hypothetically, it <laughs> would be just fucking lame.
0: Yeah, like, uh, Billiards has, like, mm-hmm. the specialists who the trick yeah. shots, but yeah. they don't win... Billiards tournaments. Right.
1: They're, they're fantastic, but it's, not, it's a completely different list of people, actually, yeah. isn't it?
0: That's weird, isn't it? Why is that? You think you can make the ball spin a loop a do
1: well, well, Globetrotters aren't in the NBA. That's because right? they're too good. That's <laughs> just too damn good. They win every game, man. Mm-hmm, that's crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why Bruce Willis can't be in the UFC. That's why who? Bruce Willis. Yes. Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah, so they um
1: <laughs> just to clarify
0: honestly like you know what who would who would host a galvao um i'd be more interested to see galvao gordon ryan fight fight with mma rules uh over just a jiu-jitsu match now i, I think
1: i'd rather see him uh fight in rock'em sock'em robots no
0: no moving your feet nothing just your hands. Just, just let the hands fly. And just bent
1: elbows the whole time. You can't straighten. <sighs> all
0: right, all right. <laughs> what's that? What's that match where you tie your hands together? That's it's sa- like a Texas tightrope yeah, match Saturday or something.
1: Night or, or something. <laughs>
0: there was a uh, or
1: I, f- or full combat, full contact arm wrestling. You ever oh see that? God. Have them do that.
0: That's something I fall asleep. There's on. a
1: video going around of wrestling mixed with basketball. <laughs> yeah. Did I send that to you? Yes. Good God.
0: I was just hearing about.
1: How disruptive to trying to dribble the ball is being taken
0: down. I was just hearing Daniel Cormier saying that the uh, Dag- in Dagestan, when they do basketball for warm-ups, they don't dribble. They just run and wrestle each other for the ball. Just
1: what the fuck's the point?
0: So then you still make it in the hoop. It's, like, it's
1: rugby with a hoop.
0: And a round ball. Well,
1: thank, Yeah, thanks.
0: <laughs> well, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and other details, yeah. but So they play rugby? With a basketball <laughs> To warm up
0: Essentially Yeah huh. uh, Yeah so I don't know I'd rather see I think I'd rather see Their MMA match um,
1: I think I would too Partly because At it's base Fighting Meaning MMA Is mm-hmm. more entertaining Than Jiu To watch
0: Yeah I do like the jujitsu. There's a lot of There's still a lot of people Involved in jujitsu That want it to be Stay true to fighting Like wait 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 How effective is this In an actual fight so we really like seeing our jiu-jitsu guys go into fights. It doesn't always go our way like happened a couple of weeks ago.
1: What happened a couple of weeks ago?
0: Uh, oh, now you're me on the spot. What's his name? <laughs> well, I'm he on, he on the spot out by that. <laughs> I That's didn't even know what you're perver. talking about. Um,
1: I figured you were going to lean in on like on, on Kron's last fight or the last one I watched where he tried to jump guard on him like 14 times and it didn't work. Uh,
0: no, the GF team guy. Huge. Adolfo. Adolfo Vieira. Getting choked out in a oh. UFC fight.
1: Well, but no, nobody didn't pay attention to that. Oh, yeah. Well, Tell me a, about it, Chris. He's a
0: jiu-jitsu legend. Yeah. I mean, he's I'm no, familiar. He's yeah. known for having a great style that would work well in fighting. Get on top of you, smash you, bust open your guard, beat you up basically in jiu-jitsu. And, you know.
1: Everybody has a plan until they <sighs> get punched in the face.
0: Yeah, and that's essentially what happened. Yeah. Everyone's saying his gas tank, this is gas tank, that. Yeah, his gas tank did kind of suck, but here's... <laughs> It might be because of kicks and punches to the face. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I kind of ran out of gas, but also I got beat to shit.
0: Like, I don't know if you've ever done any kind of boxing, whether it be drunken backyard boxing or Mostly that. sanctioned boxing. A little, not sanctioned. No, when you never. get caught clean, you yeah. lose oxygen. Like, yes. Your gas tank oh, fuck, I'm tired now.
1: Yeah, there's something about impact that just cripples various systems in your body. And
0: making your whole system shock up and everything, I think. In, yeah. Least. so. Oh yeah, so I can imagine. Then he got he got hit hard so many clean times. Then he got put in a guillotine, and that's all she wrote, I guess. So that's just interesting to see. Like, but he did hold on.
1: He did lose with a submission, like a grappling. That's yeah. even more submitted. to the point, right? Like, yeah, I fucked your face up a couple times, and
0: and once in a while we need that dose of reality. Like you need that, like when Kevin Randleman just showed up and just started fucking ragdolling BJJ guys around for a little bit, you know, or crow cop head kicking good grapplers around. The whole pride thing was a bananas experiment, you know? <clears throat> I think pride doesn't get talked about enough in, in how much it exposed. Like, okay, you can have great jujitsu, but if you're not capable in these other things and this other guy is at an equally high level in his thing, <sighs> it's going to be a tough, tough day. Yeah. Tough day.
1: You grab a hold of me, but I'm still going to punch you. Yeah. So you better grab a hold right.
0: I do wish they would let guys wear geese still in MMA. Like, why not? I don't, I don't, like, maybe it looks tacky to the, the, people, the, promoters well, uh, or Whatever. tell me
1: why you, you, you wish that, though.
0: <clears throat> you know,
1: theoretically, it's not too much of an advantage for me, the person wearing the gi. You've got more grips to take if right. you know how to take them.
0: So that's why I'm like, if you want to do it, cowboy up and go nuts. You know, like, if you want to wear Muay Thai shorts, go nuts. If you want to do your thing that leans more towards your martial art a little bit, and it's just in a uniform clothing allowance. Go ahead. And if they... Now...
1: I do, do want to wear Muay Thai shorts. But, you know... They're, there's really, always a, they're really cool. I don't want to get in a fight. I just want to wear Muay Thai shorts.
0: You know, that's why we have to have fanny pack. This whole fanny pack thing coming back is actually working yeah. out well for guys like us. Yeah. Who want to wear Muay Thai shirt, shorts. Why? Because... now we. I was we like, to yeah, yeah, why? You could put, like, a, a high C in there. You could put your phone. Phone. You could put a couple cookies. You know, just general the general things you need to make it through the day, and then <laughs> well, I need more than a couple cookies. Uh, we got to talk about this. You're the jujitsu lifestyle now. Four cookies tops per yeah half is a- of the day. What? So uh, what kind of shoes would you wear? Illegally? Hold on.
1: You said fanny packs. Now I want to read a meme that I shared oh. about fanny packs. People bitch about my fanny pack during sex until they realize that these snacks are for both of us.
0: That's <laughs> 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 not bad. People who wear fanny packs don't have sex.
1: I shared that publicly on a on a uh, forum on a a uh, medium that my grandmother also uses, Facebook. Ugh. I put that out there just for the world cuz yeah.
0: Um so What kind of shoes would you wear with your Muay Thai shorts?
1: Caterpillar boots, untied.
0: Untied caterpillar boots.
1: Yeah, like so you got the '90s bodybuilder element. You got the the <laughs> Thai Muay Thai element. What What situation
0: are we talking here? What What's the location? Where are we in this outfit?
1: At the mall. Are yeah. there still malls?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There you-
1: are. Okay, so we're at a mall.
0: Uh, I think malls are like burning man There's no rules anymore You just go there And like people are doing drugs And there's like
1: I don't know man music. I wandered into The The Ridgedale mall Ugh. And it's like All bougie Redone Like yeah. Like they They're in denial That they're Dying Or going to die In the next decade Who's funding these Yeah who, That's what I'm saying Like The, fam- the family the-
0: video guys Got yeah. to, like Oh we gotta roll this <laughs> over To something <laughs> the, else Lucredale. The
1: Orange Julius Is just doing that well Like uh. Uh,
0: we, we're sitting on these pay phones long enough. They'll come back. <laughs> yeah, the Orange Julius. Yeah, we got all this Claire's money. We still need to spend <laughs> our, Claire's family fortune.
1: Who even goes to a mall? Like I was, I, We went the other day. There was like a restaurant attached to it that yeah. we went to getting that beef fried rice. Shout out to beef fried rice. I don't rice. Even know if that's
0: bougie. Because, I mean, like you're just clinging out of the past. like Yeah, malls are still it's there. tacky.
1: It's like wearing a fanny pack.
0: It's like having carpeted bathrooms. Like, you... I can see you could afford this, but why? <laughs> Carpeted bathroom—that was a
1: thing. I yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. ugh.
0: So, <laughs> oh, can you imagine pulling that stuff up. Oh, that's where all the pee went.
1: Everybody on Target all the uh, time. Nope.
0: You want to talk about bougie though? Like,
1: yeah, I do. The
0: change was, that change was coming. Like, we our kid didn't go to a Claire a mall to get their ears pierced. I was like, that's a great way to get an infection. Do do people te- get their
1: ears pierced at a mall. Yeah, there's like jewelry stores that do no, it. No, like something. Claire's used to do. Claire- ear- What's Claire's? You keep saying Claire's. I don't oh, it's
0: like they sold like teen jewelry for like f- you know teen kids, teens jewelry. Like you know, that's like, gross. You know, like kids. That's a have a like, perfect earrings. setup
1: for a creepo. Oh yeah, yeah, Duh, yeah. That's hideous. That happened. Yeah, it's like there a was, thing in the nineties or something. The
0: malls were just incubators for creepos. I think that they were seems like, right. Hey, it was like a, one of those bugs all the June, the moths. We're really those lights, to all the moths. I can't. Tell you. <laughs> June bugs to moths to who this? But yeah, all <laughs> well, the parents are out at the Red Lobster and their kids are running around getting their ears pierced by some creep. At, the worst the part of
1: that is Red Lobster. Ugh. Ah,
0: you know what? Now that you can make your own Cheddar Bay biscuits at home. Who needs that brick and mortar establishment? That's
1: right. Cheddar Bay is that the? They're pretty uh, good. I had those. You, I think. Bougie. Yeah. That's
0: bougie. Drink a whole bottle of wine and drank a, ate one of those whole boxes of biscuits.
1: Just going to pretend these aren't Pillsbury biscuits with cheese in them.
0: I made this Oreo dessert. You're going to love it.
1: I see you over there eating those cookies. That's okay. Uh, see, I told you I was going to drink this beer fast. Yeah. yeah. You, I'm going to go to use your fridge. Okay. You, a, you talk some shit. About- Spit some hot fire about Dylan. Or whatever into the microphone. Who? Dylan? <laughs> it's Dave <Chappelle. laughs> That's some old school some shit. Pro-
0: By the way, yeah. Um, he's see he got really controversial when he realized he was the best for a while. I think that's normal. Uh, I don't. I do think ultimately when you step back and look at these things, they're weird because. You're beefing in an incredibly small community. There's not a lot of us. I think it's weird that wrestlers and jiu people beef as much as they do. Like, we're all chewed-up-eared weirdos who have this don't have a personal space for a couple hours a day.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Well, you were gone.
1: I know. I know it was over there, but what are you talking about?
0: I think it's weird that, we're, that, that there's if there is real beef... I think it's weird that such a small. Like, there is real beef in jiu-jitsu communities. There's yeah. s- schools that don't like. You, you go to I'm a sure. local tournament, there's. I don't like you because you're affiliated with that. Like, somebody over there or whatever. Cobra
1: Kai shit going on. There's, yeah.
0: Yeah. When I watch Cobra Kai, I think the same thing. I'm like, there's not enough of you to have a problem here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> girls wrestling, you know?
1: Girls wrestle?
0: Girls. Re- yeah. Ugh, these days they're doing whatever they want. What, girls? <laughs> girls, yeah.
1: I <laughs> heard they. Run the world.
0: That was in a I heard it. That was on a T-shirt at Target. Was
1: it?
0: <laughs> you know what's funny? Made in China. Hey. So, uh, yeah the uh, the kid being on here, it's funny because
1: Natalie. Yeah, the kid.
0: Well, yeah.
1: What's Natalie's fight name? The like I talked with Travis, the Hurricane, and oh, a, the Goose. The Goose.
0: I think so. You have to ask her, but. Uh, the goose? the goose? Yeah, she got a gee with a goose on it.
1: Like you, silly goose. That's no, it's because it. she was,
0: she was coughing, like <laughs> in practices, like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and the honker she's was be, weird. Oh, I'm glad she doesn't listen to podcasts. She, like, she heard this, she'd be so mad. Yeah.
1: Well, but. no, I, I'm, I, it, it's an odd one, but sometimes that's the best one, you know.
0: Yeah. what well,
1: um, Ryan Potterbaum said he's the possum when he was. Considering himself a fighter and not just a jujitsu, I would go
0: by the slug.
1: This, sl- you, uh huh. Yeah, you've done that. You told me that.
0: Yeah, it's it's paints a picture of what I'm coming at you with. It's gonna be wet and slow <laughs> and just squishing. <laughs> and if you get out, you? I got nothing I can do because I'm too slow to react to it. So I'm just like, oh no, don't pour salt <laughs> on me. I'm gonna die.
1: Don't salt the snail.
0: <laughs> oh, they, they make a weird squeaking sound when you do that. They
1: do, yeah. Oh no, that changes the whole joke.
0: Yeah, it sounds like there. Yeah, it's pretty hard to go through. <laughs> <laughs> it is I, weird. Like you, I
1: hadn't felt a thing for years until I put salt on a snail. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, so that's Gordon Ryan stuff. See, what else is going on in jujitsu? Does did, anyone the, know?
1: The yeah, that uh, that's that's sort of why I brought it up, and I was like, let's talk some shit about it because yeah, what else?
0: Keenan made a video Yeah
1: About something Some guard I'm sure Yeah You know There was a tournament in Florida
0: The game quietly evolves and changes People are getting back into rolling now People are Competitions are probably going to become more a thing again Um, They just
1: posted one in Vegas I'd be JJF dude or whatever It's expanding again
0: You talk about MMA on this podcast right? Sure So I want to
1: We talk about sitcoms and stuff Let's talk about MMA I got a hot take for you A Hot take
0: Hot take Hot, take. Hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid. If, if the NFL Ugh. officials, the referees and such, and put them in the, the ring, commission. put them
1: in the octagon, have them fight it out, that's who decides. That's how you decide Ed Hockley who. Hockley wins every year. Who? At Hockley that, that The old ass. dude with the guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The, um, but if they, had a, if they had a meeting every year where they discussed rule changes and whatnot, and they made it an open invite like an open forum, you can come. You just have to pay the, the fee to show up or whatever. Pay it for you your pay lodging.
1: To, pay the fee to come. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Then you can take part in this conference. At <laughs> least, I mean, it would be so full. It'd have to be invite only. But at the very least, all the coaches and all the players would have some kind of access to this meeting, whether in person or watching it on video or something like that. And they would all check it out because they'd all want to know how the rule what the rules of of their sport actually are and how the scoring works in their sport in mma when you go to these and boxing when you go to these uh boxing mma conferences you don't see you see a few coaches very few you don't see any fighters and then, and then you watch them argue, and you watch these talking heads and all these, uh, the Ariel Hawanis, and, and you know, they, they get a lot of it right. And they're recently being, becoming more educated on it through a lot of work, independent work on their own. There's a whole meeting where they could just go for a week and just argue points, talk about it, discuss it, and then learn what is being scored and how. And they're not showing up to these, and then they're going, Oh, my fighter was robbed. How do you know?
1: Well, no, I was going to say it's easier just to bitch after it doesn't work out in your favor, isn't
0: mm-hmm. it? In jiu-jitsu, you know how the points work. If you're going to go to an IBJJF event or a NAGA event or a grappling industries event, you go look up how the points work, how the scoring system works, what's illegal and what's illegal, right? And then, but so, so importantly, the points. How how am I going to know if I won? What do I do? Does a takedown? Does 17 takedowns give me the win in in that round? Well... Some coaches are going to tell you yes. Most coaches are going to tell you no. Most coaches are starting to understand that it's about doing damage and whatever. We're not, not even going to get too much into that. But why aren't they showing up to – is it one hand down is it an illegal knee to the face or is it two hands down? Why? Why is that even a debated issue right now? How many coaches, how many fighters know these answers? And they're in there playing the sport at the highest levels for so much money. I don't know. It's something that's been <laughs> yeah, bothering it, me. Lately. Well,
1: yeah, and you're probably right. Yeah, can you imagine, like Danaher, showing up to a tournament and like, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's allowed. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Like, where are the where are the the uber intellectual or supposed uber intellectual types in fighting mm-hmm. well, that want to like, know the nuance and all the details?
0: And I think they're there. It's just when it comes down to scoring. They don't, there's nobody studying how scoring works, really. And to the point of they, they could show up and argue at the scoring changes. Mm. And there are nuanced rules, too, that, the, that people are missing out on. Fighters, especially, are not training, right? And the reasonings behind these rules, too, is where you're missing some of that nuance. Like they know the rules, they don't know why the rules are in place, or they don't know how the rule got there. Sure. And, and, and then they, that, that could argue in the favor of changing the rules so their fighter, you know, guys who throw knees. What a tough game. You have to know, like, okay, if I can choke you, I can choke you from wherever I want. If I'm a Muay Thai guy and I'm coming over to MMA, I can only throw knees in these certain areas, and I got to start really thinking about that while we're training. And the guy I'm training with is probably trying to knock me out so he can show everybody that he's UFC ready.
1: Shouldn't it be just everything other than, like, groin shots and eye pokes?
0: Oh, man.
1: Shouldn't it be that?
0: Uh Groin shots, did you say? Yeah. I don't know. I think we should leave him in. Remember that cho- yeah Keith, i think yeah. Keith Hackney and that's, like. that's all anybody
1: needs to see of that let's just be honest <laughs> i mean
0: there's eye pokes there is there leave, are
1: leave those two things out and maybe like fish hooks or yeah. whatever you know what i mean like okay, legitimate but, like tearing of tissue damage stuff yeah impact stuff is fine
0: i think well even some impact stuff. like i think spiking somebody on their head directly on their head tell me what that means so the top of your head yeah
1: undertaker stuff the r- pile driver
0: yes or ddt's yeah um, you think of Rose.
1: Didn't they ban DDT back in like the eighties?
0: Because uh, it kill <laughs> killing so many bald eagles because they got a bald head. Yeah. So when you put them in that guillotine and you slam back on those bald eagle heads, they <laughs> and they're yeah, done. It's perfect. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Such a mess. Sorry. Anyway,
1: get back on the rail.
0: So like, think of like Rose Namajunas, right? This is one of the most controversial ones. She's holding this Kimura. She gets elevated and then going to get slammed. She could let go of the submission attempt. And save herself from being slammed on her neck, but she holds on to it and then gets slammed on her neck. Yeah. And now it's not her opponent's fault. She gives okay?
1: up a, an advantage position, push herself at disadvantage to avoid being disadvantaged. Yep. It's like a weird loophole, semi-loophole kind of yep. thing.
0: And then you have these quote-unquote experts Monday morning discussing on all these podcasts and all these forums and stuff like that of whether or not it was legally illegal.
1: It's Wednesday afternoon, bro.
0: Oh shit! I gotta go. (laughs) They uh, and and you're like, do you? How do you know this rule? Well, I heard it from this guy. I heard it from this guy. I heard it from this guy. You've got a press pass to go wherever you want. Go to the source. Go to the horse's mouth. Sure. Go to the go to the ABC meetings that are that happen once a year. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and
1: even in even like Podunk. Uh, obscure sports quarterly, like in powerlifting. Yeah. I can pull up the lifter's handbook and there's a rules meeting every year where things are voted on. I can attend that and yeah. see the notes and all that stuff. We're and still
0: I, in that phase in MMA. You
1: know, yeah. and boxing. But I mean, like, I bet I bet even coaches in that, like myself, are probably mm-hmm. more aware of some of the weird little nuanced rules. Yeah. You know, like technically, I think in the rule book, you're not supposed to, when you re rack the squat after a successful lift, you put it on the pins. You're not supposed to walk forward out of the rack. You're supposed to step back okay stupid yeah. pointless like but this you'd weird nuance your... and it's not even enforced but i know that it's in the book because i want my lifters to do as good as they can and right? you hate for
0: somebody to get dq'd because one that one judge showed up as being all p- yeah persnickety that day yeah and over DQ'd, something stupid yeah but you trained your guys to do it the right way because right. you followed closely what the change in the rules were but now if you're if you were a if pro if you're a coach for a living that IPFL rules meeting that took place annually or whatever, that conference, you'd feel the need to go to that.
1: Right. Or at least be aware of the details yeah. after We're, the fact. I mean, ideally you're there, but...
0: Especially if it was a year with a big controversial point. The hands down which yeah. for when a legal knee is, right? was a big controversial point. Nobody showed up. That was the same year that Rose got spiked on and had to talk about, should, should this be legal or should this be illegal? Nobody, nobody from that side of the community showed up. It was the same old guys like me in the do. Bo- do you think that it's like the
1: throwback to the boxing thing, where there's like a commission that makes rules and they'll do what they'll do, and we just gotta like play the game the best we can in response.
0: But you, th- yes, but then you have an, it's an open forum. That's what I'm saying. Take advantage of where MMA right, is still right. so. <laughs> It's it, still such a small community, and boxing yeah. still such a small community.
1: And MMA in particular is still in a growth period. Like, Yeah. It's not even fully blossomed, probably.
0: And this is part of what's stopping the blossoming. It's like, okay, well, I can train a guy to, you know, I can't, but you can train a guy to be like Mike Perry, <laughs> just go ballistic berserker savage on that guy and mm-hmm. see what happens at the end. And if you don't win the round i'll be like oh you were do- you were more the more the aggressor you stepped forward what else could they ask for you you <laughs> know and i'm yelling all the wrong things yeah. or i could be the guy who goes hey mike you don't want to do that anymore because this is how they score fights
1: right play the game better
0: i think then, i think some of your league coaches fully understand how the fight is scored and they and they fully train the fighters who are capable of understanding a game plan like that to do it, I think, I think Steven Thompson has a good understanding of how MMA scoring works because of point karate scoring. Right? Like, I hit you in point karate, you get points for it. MMA is not the same, but I hit you in MMA, I'm getting a nod from the judges. Yes. I hit you, you take me down. It seems like we're having an equal fight. You've ex- I've expressed my skill set, you've expressed yours, but all you do is a positional change. I did damage, I still win this round. If those were the only two factors in the round,
1: right? Takedown isn't damage; it's right. It's setting up for "quote unquote" damage, a submission or yep. something.
0: And then you got these guys who Habib Habib did it perfectly. Where a takedown is it, it, it Habib
1: or Habib?
0: <laughs> Which
1: one is it? Stuff <laughs> to tell. So go, go ahead, sir.
0: So he, he would take the guys down as many times as necessary. And then as soon as their will was even slightly fractured, he would do some damage to make that whole series count for something. Right. Where a lot of guys will take a guy down, start pulling at their post. The guy eventually after a minute and a half escapes with zero cardio in the tank and then avoids the other guy for the whole round, right? That guy who took him down and wore out his gas tank like that, yeah, good for you, but it didn't win you any points.
1: It maybe maybe sets you up to capitalize on that fatigue later on in the fight, but right. in but round, in the further rounds, yeah. If you if that guy then right. catches you with one and, and but that changes the game of the fight, yeah,
0: yeah, all mm-hmm. the way. And then there's another thing, like okay, so then not understanding, like when does the fight go from uh, a no contest to a forced decision due to a, a, a foul or something that happens to stop the fight? Tell me what you mean. Let's take a real easy scenario, okay?
1: Yes, that's what I need.
0: You have a three-round amateur fight, three-three minute rounds. Sounds terrible. At the haunted hayride in yes. in Pocahontas, West Virginia. Okay. <laughs> so, shout out to Fighter A, Fighter B, get in there and they fight for the first round, and then a minute and twenty-five seconds into the second round. Okay. The ring on the rickety old stand it was on all toppled over and fell apart. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can't fight anymore. Fight's off. What do we do at this point? How many coaches out there that are coaching people? And I'm talking about all the way from. There's so many coaches that are, you know, this XYZ tough guy gym in in this basement facility somewhere. And I'm going to train you how to be a fighter. And then they go to these fights and they don't know how this stuff works. So what happens at your fight or mid-fight? Does, is he going to get – is it a no contest? Is it a draw? Is it a decision? Now, you don't, if you don't know, why are you coaching somebody?
1: Yeah, it's your responsibility to know the details come the day of the fight.
0: But we don't have coaches asking themselves these questions like, hey, am I fucking ready to coach somebody? Yeah. Yeah, I, I get you. You're willing to make them tough, so tough that nobody can hurt them. But are you willing to let them – show them how to win – Right, yeah. You know, like
1: if I show up to a meet with a lifter and their socks make contact with their knee sleeves, yeah, that lift isn't going to count. Yeah, and that's a seemingly bullshit thing, but it's something I need to know about. Mm-hmm. It's my responsibility. They're new to the sport or whatever, and, and that's I'm why supposed to know that.
0: That's why they would hire you over some guy who at Lifetime can teach them how to do 20 rep squats.
1: At Browse Barbell Club on Instagram. No, I'm kidding.
0: You? Why are you kidding? You should really no. go there. You have a oh, fun okay. page to follow.
1: That's mostly me lately. That's some bullshit just because of the whole COVID nonsense.
0: Your uh, your Facebook page is fun in there to follow. Uh, More fun in it.
1: Fun in it. a <laughs> gooder. <laughs> Say gooder.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was my juicy hot take.
1: That's a good one. Because um, if, I mean, if that is by and large true, like there's a cultural norm that by and large the people who have are subject to the rules, mm-hmm. are we leaning way into some libertarian bullshit between the two of us? Because this is like an ultimate metaphor for that. If the people who are subject to the rules aren't stepping up to play an active role as they are allowed to yeah. in the game they've chosen, yeah, that's a serious misstep. Well,
0: here's here's one reason why I think they should be attending. There's a lot of chitter-chatter... Not a lot, but it's enough where I hear it regularly where, where some foul will happen in some MMA fight. Yeah. And they go, and they just gave him a warning, right? Or, or they took a point from him. That was so unnecessary. It was his first foul. Why they take a point? They don't understand why sometimes a point is taken on the first foul yeah. and sometimes it's not.
1: Yeah. Theoretically, there's very clear guidelines as to why it happened this way or that way in the rule book, in the rule meeting.
0: And so at these conferences... You have fight replays of some of the most controversial official decisions, whether it be a judging score, a foul or a point did or didn't get taken away, or a ref stopping the fight, and they'll be playing these with the ref there talking about it. Giving their commentary live while they watch while you all watch the fights together. So you want to know how this stuff works. Go straight to the source. And we still live in an era where the guy who wrote the rule book is there teaching it. <laughs> Whether or not the sports grown past him is up for debate, but you still have the source of the fucking grail that you're following. And I just don't understand why more people aren't getting into this and getting behind that so this confusion doesn't happen. Anyways. That's probably boring. uh, I
1: I thought you were just going to keep going. I was going to just let it roll. Yeah. The video of Wilt Chamberlain claiming that he can bench 600 pounds from, or he could, you know, he was on like Conan. Is that right, Conan? I have not heard about this. Yeah, it's a clip that's been, I think it's been around a minute. Or was it a new one? There was always a claim about him being, it. there was a claim about like, Michael Jordan benching 400. But anyway, there's a clip going around of Wilt Chamberlain claiming to bench 600 pounds, and I think he means that he can bench 200 for three reps because <laughs> it's a ludicrous claim.
0: Well, especially of his era of athletes. You, yeah. NFL players were like, 205, bro. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. And if you know the legends of him are any kind of true, he, he wouldn't have the gas in the tank to bench 600 pounds. Jesus. Think about that claim. A guy whose wingspan is eight and a half feet long. Yeah. Talking about moving 600 pounds. You're, you're, you're the greatest bencher by any metric of all time. It's it's one of those things where you, you want to sound cool on an interview. You want to sound solid. You want to brag it up a little yeah. bit. But you don't have the proper context to realize the fucking stupidity that's coming out of your mouth.
0: I think they call it speaking out of school.
1: Talking out of turn.
0: Yes. The, uh, how come. Yeah. Now.
1: All now, these now.
0: P- powerlifting phenoms and strongman, uh, strength, these strength competitors, right? All are right hovering around that six foot mark, six one. Maybe it's strongman; they're a little bit tend to be on the bigger side, you know. But they're still like you don't see a lot of Ed Cohen's out there. we like a guy. Yeah, like, you do. You do
1: who? Ed, name another powerlifter from Ed Cohen's era.
0: Well, I don't know him. exactly. That's no. what I'm saying. He he was such
1: a legend, you know. And he had his weird, you know, uh, leverages and stuff. But it's a weight class sport like wrestling and jiu-jitsu. Well, okay, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? I'm
0: talking about the heavyweight brackets then. Like Benny Magnuson is one of the only. Who is,
1: that's like an eight-year-old reference, bro. Go ahead. Sorry. I just. Well, I'm there just, you go. I'm, yeah, and that's kind of what I'm saying. Is like, maybe you know, are you hip to it? No, I'm not hip to it. But yeah. it,
0: when I was following it, I was like, yes. I was noticing. I'm like, when you go to straight. Bench squat deadlift. Who's in the top brackets of the heavyweight? Right, it was like guys that were like the, uh,
1: like five ten to six one.
0: The Gilliam sized fellows. So
1: like average size males. Is that what you mean?
0: Mm, no, I was just expecting shorter guys to be more dominant in a sport with that with a kind of leverage dependency. Like Olympic lifting has really short people that are just crush Olympic lifting.
1: Well, think about it relative to jujitsu. Not to at the risk of being like semi on topic here. Like, who's more... Ex- the most famous match I can think of is Hydra Gracie and Bushesha,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's just partly my bias being a bigger dude, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, guys like Musa Mechi are jujitsu, right? Yeah. I mean, but the show is still the big guys. It's the same thing in... in
0: well, the- I get the heavyweights the draw.
1: Yeah, is mm-hmm. the biggest... Theoretically, baddest theoretically, et cetera, et cetera. But in the biggest weights raw being lifted Mm. are by the biggest people, right? But the but so if the the five foot seven, one hundred and seventy five pound guy might by relative to body weight be a better lifter, but the weights that big dude over there is still bigger, so it sells better.
0: But so what I want is how come the five foot seven, three hundred and fifty pound guy. Doesn't lift as well. It seems like across the board as the six foot one, three hundred and fifty pound guy. So they weigh the same, but the height is different. So you'd think the shorter guy would be stronger.
1: His leverage would be better. Shorter range of motions and stuff. Yeah, so you think, but have the like a better... muscle belly size overall and the ability to produce force ultimately would go to the bigger dude on a long enough time frame. Okay. Right.
0: So the lever. So the lever-
1: Your your levers are are, are better than mine. But my muscle belly length, my capacity for for circumferential hypertrophy, and all these other things, yeah, are, are going to be better even if you've got a head start. As long as I stick with it long, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. See, that's what like I the- no- the- theoretically, this body type would be better in jujitsu, but this body type does better because long legs or whatever you know i don't
0: think there's a best body type for
1: i I don't think there is either i was i was i was scrambling for a for an analogy
0: yeah yeah but uh, that's just an i think an interesting point of discussion and again who am i but chris claveter oh don't say my name right after that (laughs) people are gonna come after me now there's a fucking best body type are you kidding me Uh, okay good glad on it but i just see so many times where it's like in grappling in general like You see short, powerful guys that are just unbeatable, and then you see tall, lanky guys who are just rangy and kill you. You know, there's—I think there's a best body type for for MMA. I think there's a best body type for boxing, but I don't know if grappling has best body types. I don't know if enough judo to even pretend. I I
1: think that the the more you narrow down the the required skill set the easier it is to identify a good body type. If all I can do is punch you and dodge your punches, mm-hmm. then a certain body type starts coming to mind, like an Ali. You know, I've got, I've yeah, got good again, reach like- and whatever. But it, but jitsu is anything and literally everything other than hitting, unless mm-hmm. you want to slap a bitch. It, it, it gets harder and harder to, to delineate it down.
0: It's so cardio heavy, though, that the small, like it should, like most fight games lean towards the smaller frame yeah, the
1: bigger you are the hardio it is Cardio. yeah exactly hardio. the yep. hardio right
0: but there's also the whole thing where it is only a 10 minute round tops
1: yeah are we really 50. pushing the limit of cardio capacity like yeah. pick your biggest heavyweights outside of like the couple of those really big fat guys yeah. and are they really at the limit of their cardio at the end of a match i don't I think say, so I, I would say I
0: probably like wrestling and gymnastics has to push your cardio To, like, its absolute peak. Maybe swimming? I don't know enough about swimming. I don't like swimming. Or
1: running? No, I think people can
0: learn to, like, really be efficient with their energy and running. I think...
1: Isn't that what we're talking about, though?
0: Cardio? Like,
1: I'm maximizing my use of my cardiovascular abilities within the constraints of my sport. And if the constraints of my sport are 100-mile ultra marathon.
0: I mean... Well, yeah, that's a different different type okay. of cardio. We're on said.
1: we're on different pages here,
0: right? Yeah. We are on different pages. I'm just saying, like, it's hard as far as like fight sports. It's hard to uh, it's hard it's hard to di- break down like which is the or uh, sports in general. Like, what are some of the harder cardio sports where cardio is not the focus in like an endurance race? Okay, so like swimming is a hard sport. It's a hard cardio sport, but it's not. It's a swimming sport. Quote
1: unquote cardio.
0: Basketball, you're running all day. Soccer, yeah. you're running all yes, day. Yes, yes. And so you have to have a certain high level of cardio to do it. Rugby, you look like you're running all day, but for some reason, you don't need the same cardio gas tank for rugby.
1: Yeah, there's some big, huge cats who presumably that would be working against them.
0: Now, jujitsu, it looks like you're doing the same, essentially the same thing as MMA and wrestling. So you should have the same work output, but it's a lot easier than MMA and wrestling wrestling is a so, drains your gas you need to you need to be in better shape to wrestle for 5 minutes than to do jiu jitsu for 5 minutes
1: i feel like that's true so you got to climb up from the ground so many more times but it you just stay like, on the ground
0: yeah it looks like essentially the same thing and it should take the same amount of energy output for the same time period but it doesn't um
1: glad we sorted that out <laughs> yeah. what a thrill, what a thrill ride this is so yeah far. <laughs> But I
0: I just think it's so. There's no best body type because, you know, just like in wrestling, there's no best body type because you have so many other factors that are heavily play into it.
1: What's the dude's name from uh, Foxcatcher? See, I can't. Why can't I think of it? Channing Tatum. Yeah. He was a stripper, right? Ma- Mark Schultz. Mark Schultz.
0: Dave Schultz is his brother. Which
1: Mark is Schultz. the one that looked more like an ape?
0: Mark Schultz. Mark well, Schultz. Well, no. That's no, Dave Schultz looked like it. Dave like, Schultz was hairier.
1: Yeah, like internally rotated humorouses and walking. Dave funny. Schultz was
0: the re- the more yeah, he looked That
1: like, is the ideal body type.
0: You think so? Did he Podobum? show
1: Did he show up to uh the
0: fuck? Well, look,
1: M Theory's fucking affiliation.
0: Look at a guy like Gordon Ryan.
1: Hold on, no. M Theory's if affi- did he show up to Pedro Sauer's place and, like, get dominated and then decide to learn jiu-jitsu and became a jiu-jitsu black belt? Dave Schultz?
0: Dave Schultz? No, he was shot in the head by DuPont. The, the, the DuPont. I'm sorry,
1: the brother. Mark, Mark Schultz? Mark. Well,
0: I no did idea. that happen? I have no idea.
1: Why is that in my head?
0: I don't know. Maybe it happened. There's a
1: lot of shit in my head. There's I, a lot of shit that's Did not he in go head. on? Yeah, I saw the fucking movie. I know Dave Schultz got killed. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I got the names mixed up. The. Did he go on to become a jujitsu guy, Jiu Jitsu Black Belt? I don't know
0: I don't know. What the fuck?
1: Anyway. You said Gordon Ryan. I'm
0: waiting for that transition to happen too. That's a that's what what transition? The the turning point where you start seeing all these kids who are growing up wrestling and doing jujitsu together. And seeing what these
1: Yeah, that's something I talked about with with Ishmael Bentley, because he's like in fifteen years. Right now, right now, you have and I correlated it to strong man. Obviously, he's on the kind of the same sort of trajectory. But he's like, in fifteen years, you're going to get people who didn't grow up wrestling and then learn to strike, or grow up striking and then learn jujitsu. You're going to have people who grew up doing everything. I think so. You have, the UFC, yeah. I'm sorry, the MMA game is going to be dramatically different in ten to twelve, maybe fifteen years.
0: I think we're already. We've already seen like Rory McDonald's an example of that. I think you're already seeing. We talked about that a little bit earlier.
1: I don't, MMA, I, don't, I don't think that's true. I think you can give me examples of that being true, but by and large, that isn't true.
0: I think in MMA, it's true. I think when you start talking about crossing over two aspects of MMA, two specialties within that thing, that's when it starts becoming rare. I think three and more is more common. One is common. Two is not so common.
1: You mean like? A historical wrestler becoming a dominant striker in MMA—is that what you mean? No, no, no. no. What okay. I'm saying is
0: just uh, your average American kid growing up. If they wrestle, they
1: your don't, average American kid growing up is five foot four, two hundred and seventy pounds. do no.
0: <laughs> your average American kid growing up? <laughs> yeah. If they wrestle, they probably don't do jujitsu, and they never will. Once wrestling's done, they're done.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: It's more likely that they'll go from wrestling to MMA, where they'll get at jujitsu exposure, than to just grow up doing MMA or jiu-jitsu and wrestling together. And, and if they are growing up doing r- jiu-jitsu and wrestling together, they're probably doing jiu-jitsu, wrestling, and some kind of striking, boxing, or Muay Thai with that. So that's why I mean, that the three of those together are probably more common than just jujitsu jitsu and wrestling.
1: Sure. So I think... Because it like, usurps. You go, you go even more generalist because MMA is a thing and that sort of brings you back around to the other piece.
0: Now you have jiu-jitsu kids who start wrestling, and I think that's m- pretty common in jujitsu jitsu gyms right now. More common, not pretty common, but it's more yeah, common than a wrestler than the other, yeah. who goes to jujitsu, jitsu And that's one of the things that's stopping the fun experiment from all kicking off is when these wrestling kids start losing this um, stigma about doing jiu-jitsu and their parents stop, get over this whole you wear a gi, it must be karate thing, is that a thing? Yeah.
1: Is that that's seriously a thing? Yeah. Like, I suppose.
0: Well, and also, these parents aren't in there doing anything. They're sitting sideline on their phone doing whatever for the most part, right? Yeah. So they don't know at all how closely it feels related, if it helps, if it doesn't. But I think you're starting to see that change. You're starting to see a change in some re- wrestling tournaments having jujitsu tournaments within them. And you're seeing some of these kids who can cross over and do both. And if they're good at wrestling, but then they get submitted in jiu-jitsu, it kind of makes it a little more interesting the kids who think that jiu-jitsu is just this pseudo ground karate. And I think when you start seeing wrestling kids growing up doing both, and then you start seeing your NCAA, D1, national champs, or anywhere one through five, that have also grown up with that same mentality and same focus into jiu you're going to see a lot of forced changes happening to the level of competition. I think you're going to see a lot of guys who step it up and you're going to see a huge evolutionary change in the whole game, the whole landscape of the game because they're going to have to have new ways of dealing with these, these new problems of what it is when you have a D1 NCAA wrestler who grew up Doing blast doubles, uh, grew up wrestling on the national scene. Grew up in that intense, in that intense, intense wrestling environment. But they also grew up in that same thing with jujitsu their whole life. So they have, so they're a, a jujitsu chess minded mindset, and and a wrestler's athleticism that's just been growing together that whole time. That's a nuclear bomb in just in for just a grapplers. Martial, you know, for somebody who's just gonna be a grappler, I think that's that's when you're gonna see like, man, remember Gordon Ryan? He looked good at the time, but now compared to these five guys, he's just kind of average or something.
1: And I guess that's kind of my point. The point Ishmael was making is like that the 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 closer combinations of things over the next ten years. Yeah, you're gonna get a 22 year old closing in on black belt jujitsu who also wrestled for eight years. Or longer, you know. I mean, yeah, since he that's was five. I mean. Yeah, yeah.
0: A kid has been doing both since he was four or five years old.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be crazy.
0: But you're gonna. But what I'm saying is, you're gonna see a lot of those kids. I think skip the organized sports. Sure. And they're gonna go from they're gonna re- do a high school, little kid club wrestling, right with their, that their parents kind of get them into, but they'll never make real hard pushes to be like the an olympian or or whatever the you know or ncaa d1 champion you'll see him entering jiu tournaments but not trying to be an ibjjf world champion they're gonna skip a lot of that and just go right into like i'm 16 now i'm 15 now and i'm going right into mma
1: it becomes more and more its own sport
0: like kids go right in from they grow up boxing their whole life they're boxing yeah, yeah. You're going to see it like that, right? And you don't hear about them until they start making those big purses and they start making movement in the rankings. But I think for – I'm I'm really excited to see the first time you see a bone nickel who also grew up doing triangle chokes. Right. Then right. it's going to be like, this guy is doing some stuff that we've never even conceived before. Right, yeah. Um, And they're going to go up against some people who are doing the same thing, and you're like – and that's going to force everybody else in the room to ro- step up. And this domino effect is going to happen the evolution of the game. And we're all going sit- to be sitting back going, man, remember when you could just, like, Darce choke somebody? Yeah. <laughs> that's not a thing anymore.
1: Remember when a, a De La Hiva was a big deal?
0: Yeah. It still is in this book. Mm-hmm. In this guy.
1: I don't even know what it is.
0: So. If, I had a, if I had a De La Hiva, I'd drink a 12-pack of beer that night. <laughs> <laughs> they leave anything sweep i don't know what else is available (laughs) (laughs) whatever else
1: is supposed to happen in attachment to that
0: yeah i just think it's cool my legs get tangled up for a second like oh look uh how's your jiu-jitsu journey going
1: don't say journey (laughs) good god
0: have you found your forever home yeah (laughs) good
1: talks (laughs) so anyways
0: yeah uh so how have you done with this big guy Say what? Have you done this big guy training yet? This big. No, no, no.
1: That, yeah, um, I'll go. You Better. Yeah, I. I mean, just yesterday talked to talked to him about it. So, uh, I have more access than ever to going and training jujitsu, mm-hmm. and I don't even know how to manage it. Like I, I've, I've, mm-hmm. I went two weeks ago. Open roll last week. Essentials class plus open roll and I'm going to just start adding in week by week one and two more mm-hmm. either drilling classes or just Here you it know comes and and get back to three four days a week you know um, Yeah. but
0: and then it's going to be like oh well I'll just do this one and cuz your friends are there it's good for you so you start hiding, you can't find a reason to say no
1: Yeah no, but like I'm I was at class of some kind six days a week. That's like, what I'm saying for like a year. Yeah, I'm yeah. in. You're gonna be bad. But there. I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'm gonna, but I'm gonna try to balance it a little bit better with with some weight room training. Yeah. There might be a despite the pec tear a couple of years ago that prompted the the move to jujitsu. There might be a a powerlifting meet on the horizon that I might go and do take a little token bench and try to hit a legit deadlift. You know.
0: I am glad my weightlifting days are on YouTube because I am so fucking over weightlifting. Yeah. I cannot, I'm like, I get tired and just so (laughs) bored. I'm like. "Ah." I don't
1: have to do another set. There's no clock. There's no coach.
0: It's just, if I push my hardest against another person to get them off of me, and then they give me any kind of relief, I'm like, woof, this got significantly easier, and I'm trying to keep (laughs) it that way. Then maybe if everything goes right, you get to see them like the suffering in their face. And then. But in the weight room, you're like, oh, I pushed this weight up and down, up and down. And then I said, the weight wins every time. It never even gives an example of getting tired or like that you're k- getting close.
1: Yeah. Pick, I see what you're saying. But you beat gravity for the, the interval in which you've decided to beat gravity.
0: It just doesn't feel as cool to beat gravity as it does another person.
1: I agree with that. Because it's temporary sure. with gravity. Yep. And also gravity does not cripple emotionally later, it never gets in the, tired. later in the evening. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I've never, yeah, I don't know. It's just the, you know what it is that the, I got a test at the end of the day. When I sit back, if I can have a guilt free beer, or ice cream, just sit and do nothing for a couple hours quietly and calmly in my head, I'm like, oh, I did a lot of stuff today. I put it, put forth a good amount of effort into things. I've never felt that way just because I lifted. I felt that way of doing nothing else in the day but jujitsu yeah but lifting i've never been like even after those strongman trainings i've never been like
1: whew. like fully cashed out i cashed out physically but mentally not yeah i don't know i'm with you yeah
0: yeah it was like i didn't get that stone lift i'm not sitting there trying to figure out why i didn't get i'm like well because i'm not strong enough duh yeah yeah
1: that it is a much this this comparison has come up probably my fault several times in these conversations and it is a uh, unworthy comparison because there there is the dynamic of the other person's head.
0: You know Jiu-Jitsu... Barbell
1: if, doesn't have a head.
0: If you ever have a, have a non-living object that could replicate jiu for me, it would be a, it would be a waterbed type <laughs> of Rubik's Cube. Like a Rubik's Cube made out of a waterbed and then somebody puts it on top of you and it's kind of got a little bit of leaks in it so it's wet too and heavy. Oh, <laughs> and every time Jesus. I push to try to solve this Rubik's Cube, it just fucks up my body somehow and eventually I'll get it right
1: that's esoterically perfect that's pretty accurate
0: somebody's gonna steal that idea you're gonna see it on Amazon new best grappling dummy
1: one of those fucking meme accounts is gonna take it and run with it mm-hmm mm
0: uh, so what else do you do on the show
1: I don't know you got any uh I try to keep the other person talking which is generally pretty easy with you
0: Yeah. Well, uh, but Hmm. you got any kind of like tricks? Any any bands coming out of the show? Tricks? Yeah. Any like, uh, any segments? What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) You guys talking about like style going on right now? Like what's what's in vogue right now in the jujitsu game? What
1: is it? What'll be right now? What'll have you catching
0: the eyes of all the. uh,
1: All these nerdy fucking jujitsu guys talking about lapel guard and inverting. (laughs) The other day. With our mutual friend Shivang Talapaka.
0: <laughs> Why did you mention him? Uh, now he's going to tell everybody that he's on this dude, show.
1: The kid loves it. My boy's a puppy dog. He is. I like him a lot. We all do. But he's he's all inverted and, what do you call it? What's he trying to do to me? I don't know. When I walk up to him and he lays on his back and gets underneath me and wraps around stuff. Oh, Ber- Barambolo? Barambolo? He's trying yeah. to Barambolo me and I just stood up. Mm hmm. Like, almost entirely straight up. Yeah. And I was like, all right, brother, hit it. <laughs> and he kept repositioning and repositioning and repositioning. I was like, I got to talk to your lifting coach, buddy. <laughs> Which is me. <laughs> it wasn't moving, you know. Uh, I feel like that might not be the way to go in a street fight.
0: Baron and bowl of somebody? Yeah. Especially you were-
1: unless you, like, there's people there that if I stood up and said, yeah, bear and bowl of me, they'd fucking throw me across the room. Right? Yeah, he's 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 not the sharpest blade. He's young to it. You know, he'll he'll be he'll destroy me. He, he largely just handles me. OK. And he'll destroy me, you know, at some point. But
0: if you like if you know you could take a punch, if you know you've got that jaw and that tenacity to take a punch and just yeah. not really let it phase you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you if you got into a street fight and people were recording it oh. and you used Barambolo yeah. even took a shot to the fucking dome while you were trying to do it and yeah. still, you know, took care of business, that would be pretty oh. sexy boy you'd have to start an instagram account and start capitalize on it
0: <laughs> yeah there's some uh you know there you don't you don't ever see and it's because we i'm sure outside of our bubble there's probably some subreddit where there's shit like this shared all the time but yeah. you never see a jujitsu guy who obviously knows what he's doing that just gets fucked up in a street fight well, because people, it's gotta happen
1: i bet it has but largely people who get into street fights especially like these like Bathroom. Everybody's recording it with their phone. melees, like yeah. are just jackasses.
0: They are, but you think some athlete just being an athlete, you know? Yeah. Like,
1: let's talk about that. Like is there's it, time is it Oklahoma? Is a oh, quarterback for Oklahoma? You and yeah. you and I—we didn't argue, but we went point for we don't, point. You, me, yeah. and Kevin. Right. Well,
0: I kind of gave up on it because I just get bored of that stuff. No, same here. Tuned it out.
1: I I think I think everybody legally, think, by and large, those fighters are fucked. Yes absolutely it just doesn't look good it well, legally wasn't right probably but the the point that the internet took from it is you're a big tough football player guy but you don't know what the fuck you're doing in a fight quit being a dick so legally which is a good outcome i
0: see you're in kevin's point about there's so many yeah, he's a on, a, man. on a legal on a legalish legal side right yeah, he could have turned around and walked away. They were, they had, right. they were not backed into a corner.
1: I think he also hit somebody. He hit the, the that quarterback dude. He hit his buddy. Like they instigated it originally. The football the fu- players the or the fighters instigated it originally.
0: Okay, so I we think. don't know this. I don't know because I've of heard, it. I've heard it the it's other a video way around. on the internet. Yeah. I don't know any so of just, it
1: or too much of anything else. I'm a fucking moron. And that's Chris, why but I only talk about it.
0: I only like to argue what happens between when you hit play and when you hit end because okay. the rest is all speculative. Yeah. And sure. from a legal standpoint, yes. They've got, they're kind of fucked. They're, you got essentially a guy talking shit to you, and maybe he pushes you. You're in no inherent danger. You could walk away and yeah. de escalate the situation at any yeah. time. Yep. Now, the human nature side of it, though, is yeah, way
1: more interesting for the record. Yeah, I'm with you on that.
0: That fucking guy probably does that every weekend. Yeah. He probably goes out and finds fucking other guys who, who don't have, who. Don't have the confidence to, or, or the training and the security yeah. and yep. whatever. To and stick, he's been up doing with this guy. it for
1: years. He it was that guy in junior high, in high and high school. We all know that, that guy. Yeah, so it was good to see him get his fucking ass handed to him. Yes. Right.
0: And so when it was talking about here, the GoFundMe to his legal defense. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pay this guy just for the uh, for the entertainment value. For the views. Yeah.
1: You said a dollar for every time you watched yeah. it. Was that three bucks yeah. or what?
0: And, uh, I. <laughs> I might have gone a little bit over my, just to, yeah. It's not that much, more, yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, no. but then the argument about so this guy is a this guy doesn't follow the law. This guy fucks up and and is and is a hothead idiot. The MMA talking about the MMA fighter. Yeah, and we're supposed to help him with his legal defenses in a case he's gonna lose. Like, yeah, yeah, we are, because hmm. I think it's I still think even though in the eyes. This is a big libertarian stance right here. Get oh, ready. Oh boy. I think even though the eyes of the law say you're wrong, I think it's too it doesn't take into account of all the other shit and and true justice was served that day on that bathroom floor.
1: Absolutely, fucking I'm and not disagreeing with you on the that. The law
0: is yeah. supposed to be in pursuit of true justice. And we can clearly see that justice is not if this kid ends up this MMA fighter ends up losing this lawsuit, where's the justice?
1: Who did somebody one of them tore a bicep or something
0: the fighters was it one of the fighters
1: that's what I i'm asking know. you i don't know I
0: thought that i thought that uh wide receiver lost an eye or something like that oh yeah he had it
1: fucked up his eye
0: i think he lost his eye you didn't
1: fucked up an nfl career because you didn't stop to think that messing with somebody in a shitter
0: here's what i don't get you're you're a college football player in osu right It was osu
1: stop it yeah
0: um Oklahoma there's State. so many yeah. other things you could be doing other than fucking yeah. with people
1: yeah quit being a dick that's this is all fair it's like, for sure okay.
0: yeah it's like any bad behavior you hear about these guys I'm like you have the world at your fucking fingertips you you can just basically send out a tweet going hey who wants to and then fill in the blank and <laughs> somebody will fucking show up and yeah you know
1: yeah it, it, and if nothing else like i mean if you're yeah
0: you want to fight yeah. who wants to fight
1: if you you make the practice squad in the NFL for a couple of years and invest that money well, you don't have to worry about a thing for the rest of your life. Mm. And you, you know, just I know go, a guy who did exactly that, and he yeah. still
0: works, but he's uh, he was doing well until the divorce. But
1: yeah, well, okay, then quit fucking things up, you know. Anyway, no, you're right. Your, you're a libertarian, thing, so you quit fucking your life, you <laughs> fucking loser. Yeah. yeah, but but my point is like, oddly or odds odds are. There's a reasonably bright future in the next few years for a guy like that. Quit picking fights in bathrooms, you fucking moron.
0: And even if there's, even if you're done after college and you know it, let's say you're a, sure, you're still a college football player at a place where they worship college football players.
1: Yeah, yeah you didn't went to school for free.
0: Yeah, you could be like, you know what? I want. If you're feeling Randy and you want to fight, you could be like, hey, I'm gonna go stop at any fight gym in this area and be like, hey, I kind of want to spar one of your guys. Who's Randy? Macho Man Savage. So. Yes.
1: The only one and only. Yes. Hey, what? what's your favorite mixed martial arts fight of all time?
0: Rory McDonald. Uh, yeah, who the fuck is
1: Rory McDonald? Did I say that earlier? Yeah. I meant to say Robbie Lawler,
0: times. too. Yeah. Oh. Let
1: me think through it.
0: Where they're spitting blood at each other. Yeah. At the end of the round, Robbie's lip is all... It looks like I Squidward. Like, it, not like, not like Squidward, Zoidberg.
1: <laughs> Squidward and Zoidberg, dramatically different things. I think my favorite, I think I said this before even, I think my favorite is stuff on Bonner and uh, Forrest Griffin. Forrest Griffin. Hmm. Just because it was raw, man. I liked It was the, like hip-hop before it got pretty. Just let it, just spit, you know? Yeah, but for that I kind know. of stuff,
0: if I'm going to go that kind of route, I'm going to go like BJ Penn, Diego Sanchez, mm, BJ yeah. Penn, Sean Shirk yeah uh matt hughes hoist gracie is a good fight that is a good fight like people sleep on i can it.
1: actually like remember that a little bit I'm, a, I'm i think i i think i the closest thing to being a fan of a fighter i ever had was matt hughes if american now, now <laughs> like, yeah. like knowing a few things since then and whatever it's a little different but
0: if american jujitsu is a real thing which there's to be made for because
1: we'll come back around go ahead
0: but if American Jiu Jitsu is a real thing, Matt Hughes is more American Jiu-Jitsu than he is wrestling. Keep going. He was he did he was an ADCC competitor. He was a high level grappler back in those in those same MMA days. People I mean it's grossly overshadowed by his MMA successes. But he subs people in MMA. He doesn't wrestle them down and punch them. He doesn't do he wasn't a known wrestler. He didn't have He's not Matt Hughes, who was a Penn State All American. Yeah, NCAA
1: or, champion three years in a row. You know, he whatever. just had.
0: And granted, these were early days of MMA when any little bit of. If you're a good high school wrestler, you're like, whoa, watch out for this fucking guy. Yeah. But uh, I think his he took that wrestling mindset to jujitsu and had like a, oh, I, I get a reshot at what I. If I would have tried this hard at, at, when I was a young wrestler, maybe I'd be this guy, you know, whatever. Put all his eggs into that basket and ended up, you know, f- fucking tearing apart in a submission match, essentially, against Hoyce Gracie.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, and he lost early on to, I think, a couple of submissions in those sponsored by Budweiser at the County Bar. And I've seen some of those fights in there. Oof. <laughs> it's just like, you're fighting here one day and then you're fighting at Mandalay Bay, like, then two weeks later.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But, yeah, you know, so I think a couple of those L's that he took in the submission game made him focus so much on it and... Training with Pat militich and Jens Pulver at the time. Probably a big desk. Tim Sylvia smushing down on you. Ugh. But I think he was more of an American jiu-jitsu guy. Def-
1: define that for me. What's American jiu-jitsu?
0: I don't know. I just, that's why I said if it's a thing. I've heard people talking about it, and their, like, loose explanations or what I could gather was loose. But uh, I think Keenan had a good argument. I was
1: going to say the only – flow grappling or something asked it of a few Jake people Jake
0: Shields was calling it american jiu jitsu back yeah. in the day Yeah um and I've I've just heard it talked about like that way but Keating gave the best like breakdown like basically it's like language if you put it in another pl- another region it's gonna it's gonna morph and adapt sure to yeah. sort of that culture and now the, you have the accent will
1: change yes. four generations later, even though we're speaking the same language. And even. once the yeah.
0: accents change enough, it's no longer the same language. Yeah, it you becomes have the dialect; say, it becomes
1: yeah. a language. Blah blah blah.
0: Yeah. So you, have, you have how they speak in Mexico isn't how they same as how they speak in Puerto Rico
1: or Spain,
0: right? So it's not all Spanish. Yeah. So the same way, it's not all. It's all jujitsu, but there's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, American jiu-jitsu... Japanese jujitsu. Probably going to be like other places, budding like Dutch boxing. Dutch, Dutch boxing is Muay Thai combined with Western style upper hands. So you can't call it Muay Thai. It's not Thai boxing. Yeah. What if the fuck is kickboxing? <laughs> I, just, I mean, boxing and kicking? Is it Dutch Muay Thai? Is it kickboxing? And then. If you tell somebody, Did you just to,
1: assume my style, bro.
0: If you tell somebody who does Muay Thai <laughs> that they're doing kickboxing, they'll kill you. They'll they'll put you to sleep. They will kick you. Kick you like a boxer. Would. Yeah, like I mean, elbow. You. I think they'll elbow you, and if the Ugh. kickboxer will kick you, I don't. know. I'm getting a little confused. I'm not trying to upset. Clinch anybody. is clinching allowed in kickboxing?
1: I don't know. K two.
0: This is probably how other you
1: people- can. That, and that's the th- K like two kickboxing. You can get like one knee. Or something. You K1? Can't... Yeah. That's what I said. It's not mountain climbing. He's like K-2. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? K two. That's all that's an the illicit truck? street drug, yeah. <laughs> I wanna do K two kickboxing. That sounds <laughs> sounds like a hell of a good time. But like you can do like one knee, but not like multiple knees. Like Muay Thai, that? you can just savage somebody's forehead into your fucking knee. Yeah. I think, I think that's it. Something like that.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I mean I, don't know. Ugh. I wanna I want I kinda wanna take a peek into their communities too. I bet it's just like this. How about they argue about, like, you know, Dope we shit. can't have yeah. it just be sport Muay Thai. We have to make sure.
1: Sport can... Muay Thai. <laughs> sport Muay Thai. Think of that. Like, the, the way you think of sport jujitsu versus, like, real Jiu-Jitsu. Sport Muay Thai. How the fuck would that even work? well like you're playing the rules? Your kneecap is still impacting the shape of well, my forehead.
0: I'm guessing those trips trips. You know like they'll just trip a guy? Yeah, from the clinch. And I don't know if that counts as points. I'm sure that, that comes into play like
1: I feel like it would, yeah.
0: Right. So are they like, oh, people are abusing that whatever the whatever the thing that makes it a sport is, people are gonna start abusing that thing and really pushing the envelope in that thing. And that's kind of where you start seeing it become a sport version of that yeah, yeah, of yeah. that fight, right?
2: Yeah.
0: And that's why I don't like yeah. That's why I think I think coaches should go argue the rules of MMA to be like, hey, don't keep adding rules. Don't keep making it less like a fight. You know the two hands down thing. It's not. Wait, hold on.
1: Back up. Explain the two hands down. So that's thing. What, yeah, yeah. So we, one. We talked hand, about it, but
0: if you watch uh, Gagard Mustassi and Chris Weidman, Weidman, Weidman. Why, Why?
1: I always said Weidman.
0: I, every time I have to go back and forth. But you watch that that fight. That's around the time the rule changes. That's that's a confusion on the Chris's part. Okay, so he's thinking if I put. Two fingertips down. You can't knee me in the face. Right. It's when,
1: a good strategy on his part.
0: When no, because then no. all that has to happen is that guard like he did, jack you up and then knee you in the face.
1: Sure, I got to lift you up and knees. If, you're so you're your already, fingertips don't down have there. pressure. Yeah, yeah, whack.
0: Right. Okay. So everybody who watched, unfortunately, it took Chris's sacrifice for every every coach who's paying attention to watch that and go, "Hey, guys." Monday we got to talk about something. Here's the deal: if somebody's going to knee you in the face and you think it's coming, fall to a knee. If you want to play the rules and play the game, fall to a knee. Because you put your hands down, they'll lift you up, knee in the face. If you fall to a knee or your butt or your hip or whatever, yeah. just go to the ground and cover your face. They can't knee you anymore. Then we can play from there. So that was
1: Th- an that, that specific moment of that fight was an inflection point in. Why, Use, that using rule change, the rules.
0: why that rule change was made. It was e- exemplified right there. No, why the rule change was made. Yeah, because yeah, the rule yeah. before that was one hand down, you can't knee me in the face. So you have a naturally occurring moment where in a fight without rules, which MMA is supposed to be as closely simulated to a fight without rules, Sure. even though we have rounds and a bunch of other things you can go yeah, all day yeah, on, yeah. which this is why you should be there to argue against these when they try making these rules changes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But... If you put one hand down, so now I got guys, oh, I'm about to get knee in the face. This guy's a Muay Thai guy and he's coming to strike me. I'm a wrestler and I went for a shot and I missed. Well, one hand down. Oh, you can't knee in the face. Now we're stuck until this guy basically breaks contact and tries striking with me again. I get a clean reset. If we were in a street fight outside a bar and I did that shit, I put one hand down. <laughs> if I live, I'm waking up in the air going, that was a really bad idea. Yeah. So yeah. to make it keep it safe for the fighters. And to keep it a, a close simulation of live, real combat, you tell the, you tell everybody two hands down, because people aren't gonna do two hands down. Ultimately, at the end, of, at the long of it, after this rule's been in play for a while, they go, "Hey, don't put two hands down. guys are gonna lift you up in the knee in the face, like we saw."
1: And that's a really adva- disadvantageous position, anyhow.
0: So, to playing the rules now, now playing the rules becomes also the smartest thing to do in a fight. If you're in a fight and somebody is crunching you down about a knee in the face, drop to a knee, cover your face, cover your head. That's the best thing you can do in that situation. You're in a shitty spot. Get yeah. to there, defend yourself, and then start to build back out of that shitty spot.
1: You could, I mean, you could shoot them.
0: In a street fight? Yeah, I mean, sure. It's not legal
1: in Pancraze it would be
0: Pancraze K2 It's legal <laughs> <laughs> Hey you
1: you excited to do jiu-jitsu tournaments again? You going to do some?
0: I'm mostly excited to ref again.
1: Really? Ref fights or jiu-jitsu bullshit?
0: Uh fights. Yeah, that's what I think. I okay. Don't want to ever ref.
1: You are in encyclopedia. Jiu-jitsu
0: yeah. or wrestling events. No, um, mostly because you go through all that work to be a good ref just to have people who <laughs> feel open to shit all over you about it? Yeah. If you do it in MMA, the only people who are shitting on you are drunks from who are watching the fight and they don't know anything. Yeah,
1: you're sitting at Hooters, what do you know about it?
0: And or like their 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 nephew got beat up or whatever, I stopped the fight and they <laughs> talk shit or whatever. The fighters on the other hand, they have to be really passionate. About how they feel to confront me on it. I mean, it has to be like a weighted decision to to do so, right? And it's and it's usually, hey, don't fuck up your fight career because you got some shit on your mind. Yeah, email yeah. that off to the head of the commission, and if it's something that needs to be discussed, we'll discuss it. Handle it like a professional. If they still can't keep their professional composure together, now we've got an angry fighter, and, <laughs> and sometimes they give them the, hey, if you really got some shit you want to take out, just. Come to my gym, thrash me around for a, 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 <laughs> a, a round or two in jujitsu. I'll take it if you're that fucking mad about it. I'll, I'll take it. <clears throat> Thank God nobody's taking me up on that <laughs> one. Thank fucking God.
1: <laughs> no shit. I okay.
0: have rolled of with a couple people who I refed who weren't happy about my decision really? making during the refing. Really, but it happened so long after the fact uh, that they weren't mad at me anymore, and we just yeah, the yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get surprised with a pop in the nose.
0: I've also rolled with some people who I've never met in my life up until that moment and they rolled with me like I had done them wrong at some point <laughs> in their life.
1: <laughs> I bet people get passionate.
0: No, they're just good and they're just like they're 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 half 50% is like uh, yeah, yeah, Everything okay. I have.
1: I follow you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like big dogs how they jump on you and you're like, "Whoa, you actually weigh more than you realize." And you have muddy <laughs> paws. <laughs>
1: But you're not going to compete in jujitsu.
0: Uh, I will here and there. It it, it brings out the best of me.
1: You are a fly by the seat of your pants type of cat. So like,
0: yeah. one
1: pops up, you'll be like, cool, let's do it.
0: I kind I still want a naga belt.
1: You want a naga belt? You yeah. don't have a naga belt. Do you? No, I, th- it wasn't a a, a call out. <laughs> I or was something. like, Jesus Christ! No. Everybody <laughs> have these nowadays. I don't have a. I'll, I mean, I can make you it's a the Naga k- Exactly It's the
0: kid in me. And the kid in me wants like that. Yes. You know, we've been watching We all had work.
1: wrestle buddies and shit. Yes. And yes. I want to wear
0: one. I want to sit on the couch, put yeah. my chips in there and like. Show up at work with like. <laughs> the Scora. You want me to pull the Tim, Tim Silva slash Scora move? I want to do did, it. Did
1: Dave Scora wear his belt to work? He's got pictures of him. I'm yeah. That's the best thing suit. I ever heard. Yeah.
0: He opens it up.
1: That's fantastic. Other than wearing a suit to work, that sucks. But yeah, that's a cool story.
0: I think that's where he gets all that, I'm going to beat the hell out of people now. Mm. Like if The suit contains all that anger. Yeah. <laughs> then you put on a rash guard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. He's like a Superman. Reverse Superman? Superman. I don't know.
0: I really think Fight Club was onto something with just a lot of people I know, myself included. Like, if you didn't have this outlet.
1: No, no, 100%. Oh. Hello. Even, even just the meathead end of it. Like, go yeah. you know, take it out on a barbell. And then survive the work week better because of it.
0: A place to feel like you're un- like honestly, yeah. you can't be un- you can't be a pig in a jujitsu room.
1: What do you mean a pig?
0: Like you can't say disgusting. Like there's a line. Yeah, it's further yeah. along than probably most in most cultures or whatever you know. You let shit slide because you know people so well, or you handle it a different way or whatever. But there still is that acceptance of like, okay, you're a real odd person, and here it doesn't matter. That does not matter. Yeah. Right, you don't dress the same, you don't look the same. Well, because matter. the
1: rules are different. Because I am going to choke you out. Yeah. So you can be a little odd, have a little edge, a little bit looser rules, because the dominance isn't going to be an issue here.
0: But oddly enough, too, and this goes in long for the same reason, obviously. But the if you try to act like a badass, that's the most unliked person in the, in a jitsu gym. Sure. Oddly enough, right? Like if you try to do like cliche tough guy things. Well, because
1: that also means you're new. Yeah. Like, you can't be the new guy and know how to do it, but you also won't be the seven years in guy and behave that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that shit's getting beaten out of you.
0: I see new guys who are calming down, new guys, especially new older meatheads, who are calming down a lot faster.
1: Calming down a lot faster, They're, not doing, said?
0: they're not doing the six months. To, I'm really guilty of being the <clears throat> guy. Yeah. Right, yeah, for a long time, but then, eventually, just realized like, oh, you know what the best way to double my cardio is? Try half as hard.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It just it, like a lot of things. It takes a while to click sometimes, but I think some guys are getting to click. Like, hey, that fat old guy just did a bunch of cool stuff, and he's not even tired. I need to very work very specifically on doing these things, and if they're not working, I need to just. Not try to muscle through it.
1: Well, that, yeah, that comes with exposure and awareness of a thing. Everybody gets more in tune to the realities mm-hmm. of the thing.
0: Yeah, probably as you have seen more average Joe Black belts, it's more like, oh, this is doable. I can yeah. be, right? I don't have to be a try hard or, you know,
1: to be a try hard. Is yeah. Is that a thing? A try well, hard?
0: Yeah, there's people like,
1: I mean, people try hard, but is that like a, can I be, identify myself as a try hard?
0: Mm, No, other people have to give you that title And it's not a good thing Uh, You know what I'm saying Jesus Christ (laughs) Is this your podcast? Just Just
1: just doing the Jocko nose exhale But like in a disappointed tone
0: (laughs) My least favorite commercial is Tom Selleck Selling reverse (laughs) mortgages because he's selling reverse mortgages. <laughs> no, it's, and, yeah, all well, that, and then the he does, he just says cliche shit that leads no evidence to that he knows what he's talking about. But he goes, "Listen." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's how guys I like talk. They <laughs> <What>? <laughs> listen, listen. Well, I'm I'm old enough to have been around. The time f- hold on, day. when the fuck was this commercial? Oh, it's not all the- Price is Right. Yeah, nine, you're a daytime
1: tv guy because your work schedule so yeah you catch all that old sir shit he
0: mm-hmm. comes on yeah
1: hey hold on a friend of ours paulie texted about somebody imitating drew carey on Price Is right is I he think... just looking different in his old age now yeah he looks more fuck? like you oh that's so sorry to hear that he
0: looks like if you were in la yeah and they got they got a hold of you <laughs> They The costume designers And the the people who like So he's got like Instead
1: of like the dark black Dark black Plastic glasses He's got like clear Plastic glasses Or some shit
0: Okay if you got dressed By Bruce Buffer That's what would happen
1: Bruce Buffer
0: The ring announcer For the UFC Yeah but I don't
1: understand it He's always got those Flashy suits Oh he does
0: Oh yeah. yeah I don't think you notice Stuff like that Nah Fighting yeah.
1: This is like four times. Oh,
0: that's a try hard right there. Yeah. <laughs> Any fights you're excited about? Fights? Are
1: there fights coming up?
0: Uh, yeah. There's- I
1: take that shit week to week. Like, somebody texts me, hey, you want to watch these? I'm like, cool. I got nothing going on. Let's watch those. Yeah. The last time I like legitimately enjoyed a fight card was that first one after. Everything shut down in 2020.
0: The first Abu Dhabi Fer- card,
1: Ferguson and whatever the fu- Charles Oliveira. I-, I mean the whole. Oh, that locked yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, the whole card was just yeah. stout. Yeah, and I haven't really paid attention other than that.
0: I'm starting to be of the hipster mindset of you know mm. actually kind of these fight night cards. I prefer them better because the guys are really trying to make a name for themselves.
1: And- <laughs> I like college football. Better exactly, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 which I'm, is kind of right. It is, you know,
0: I think I'm going to start keeping an eye out, though. I'm going to see if the if I feel that these uh, I feel like that maybe the guys who are like on the on the main card, you know, they kind of like jam in a guy you've never heard of on the main card. Yeah. Like they'll put like, a, who are these guys? Yeah, and It's like the bathroom break, refill your beer <laughs> cart fight, you know, <laughs> essentially that's what it is, yeah. it is considered by the yeah. promoter. Yep. Yeah. I want to see if those guys go a little extra.
1: Like this is your time to shine. You're on It the, was your time to shine, right. but now it's definitely your time to shine. You're on the
0: Dominant Cruz TJ Dillashaw card. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very specific.
0: Uh, I just I I'm, I like their beefing. I like their beefing cuz TJ Dillashaw is getting a little old. I really like old fighters who who, are, who aren't time to hang it out, but ooh man, I started digging for some payday matches.
1: Well, yeah, cuz smart yeah, make the money while you can. I just like that part of you.
0: their career. They're kind of established. Like I kind of know what I'm getting with them. You know, I know who they don't like. Yeah, hey, 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 I hey, like this motherfucker for a while.
1: Name another one. Uh,
0: well, they're all team Alpha. Uh, Cody and Cody. Uh, not they're Cody, all team Alpha. Colby, is that what you said? No, I said all the team Alpha male guys are beefing <laughs> with TJ Dillashaw. So you can just basically <laughs> oh, go that yeah. one forever. Um, let's see. I think the Colby Covington. Stuff is going to have, like, long-running, like, beefs. Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz. They're with,
1: all too big a names, too big a gimmicks to stop. All three of those guys.
0: Yeah. They're, um, they're
1: a payday even when it shouldn't be. Right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, You're just talking about, like, good rivalry matches. Good, who's Who's still a good active rivalry? That's uh, kind of a tough one.
1: Did I say that?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, that's okay. I think that's what you're asking. It is not at all. Oh. But Dominic Cruz, TJ Dillashaw, though that's Okay. Oh. Yeah. Or you're talking about like who's an old guy that I like to see fight still.
1: Oh, I was asking you. Yeah, that. That's what you said. <coughs> so I was asking you about it.
0: Cerrone, I still like seeing him fight even though
1: that's always a good fight.
0: Yeah. You know what you're getting with that one? Yeah. James Krause. Huh? James Krause has been around for a while. Yeah. He is a game fighter every time. He's a 155er who took a 185 fight because the guy got sick and he was there to corner. He's like, "I'll fight that guy at 185," and he almost beat him.
1: <laughs> this is a pretty badass move.
0: Yeah, you know, I just that's the kind of Alderman Sterling, Jorge Masvidal. That's a gimmick, though. I mean, by now, Jorge Masvidal a character at this point.
1: Just a character. Character character Charac- does what did i say character yeah. just the caricature though not like a no he's a legit, legit bad motherfucker okay, yeah i, I like, mean like, what the he fuck? is
0: who he's playing yeah but it's genuine that's why i love it
1: versus like covington who's picked the character to get him clicks and shit and,
0: and now he's in too deep like some black mirror episode i don't want to be this guy anymore <laughs> too late <laughs>
1: too bad man
0: like what hollywood hogan couldn't snap out of it uh I
1: was gonna ask you if you're still high on hacksaw Jim Duggan, like I am.
0: How could you not be?
1: There's a, he's the man.
0: How many years ago is that? <laughs> Do you? So we all watch. Oh. We all see him for like 15 minutes on a Saturday morning, and we got our fill of him. Like, yeah, oh, cool. But his wife had to live with him all the time. <laughs> 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 Do you think she was ever like, I should take him to the doctor? He's probably yeah. <laughs> got some CTE. Like, I don't know. One day he was fine. The next day he took a two by four to the head, and he just, oh. <laughs> Was like, oh, terrible hacksaw impersonation! Yeah, that was that was really bad. Oh, but he's trying to sing to her. He's trying to serenade her. Where do you want to go out to yeah. eat? Oh, oh. Hey, there's my wife. Sup, girl? Oh, <laughs>
1: wife hey. came wife came down for a midday work beer. And why is his
0: name hacksaw when he carries around a two by four? Those two things don't match. Yeah,
1: <laughs> branding was weird in the eighties.
0: Yeah, and what is a hacksaw, Jim Duggan, anyways? <laughs>
1: don't tear apart my childhood heroes
0: uh, oh they we already didn't did have,
1: that we didn't have ufc
0: no we didn't you didn't Not have even. people fighting really i remember like remember seeing like an actual fight was like a once in a lifetime experience i saw a guy get the shit kicked out of him at the gas station at a gas station parking lot and I talked about that shit for like 10 years before oh. I saw another fight.
1: And then today, so how many years is it? 40. Yeah. <laughs> also, the gas station parking uh, lot. Gas station. Yeah, yeah. Did I say the? <laughs> you started well, to, yeah. When I was a kid, there was one, there gas, was one station. gas station.
0: There was one gas station. This guy. Yeah. This was one of those times when you look back at it later in your life, you go, oh, cocaine and steroids was a big thing in the 80s.
1: <sighs> it's still a big thing, but you got to be careful there.
0: Yeah, but this guy, like my childhood memory, he looked like a 25-year-old coke from the 80s. And the guy, like, did something disrespectful. And me and my mom were walking to the store. I was a little kid. And he beat the shit out of this middle-aged guy who just, like, bumped into him or his car or looked at his girlfriend or whatever, what have you. And I remember slamming that guy's head in the door. I was like, this can just happen, huh? You can just be out minding your own fucking business. And this fucking freak shows up. There's big Scott Steiners walking around. There's little Scott Steiners (laughs) walking around this world just ready to pop off. Uh, What?
1: What's up with Rick Steiner? Why didn't he get the he wore the headgear? Scott Steiner, big papa pump. Yeah. His fucking muscles and biceps and bad cardio. The other guy looked like a wrestler.
0: He was a wrestler. They're both wrestlers. I,
1: I know, but like the other guy still looked like a wrestler.
0: So why didn't he change like his like Scott Steiner did?
1: Not as good at branding.
0: No, you already answered your own question. Yeah. He wore headgear, kept himself safe.
1: A, it the, was the head risk gears. averse.
0: Yeah. Is that it? Yep. Well no, that it's just a, that's what it kind of damage comes from not wearing headgear. You don't wear headgear, you'll end up with bleach blonde hair, a ton of steroids pumping through your body, calling yourself the number one freak, freakzilla. <laughs> big pop you'll we'll be doing math, that doesn't make any sense.
1: What's the best nineties wrestling name? Buff Bagwell. <laughs> that's big, gotta be up big there. Papa Pump.
0: Uh, uh Oh, who was that little guy that used to do the worm? The Scotty worm? Duhati. Scotty Duhati. <laughs> yes. One, two, three kid. <laughs>
1: and then there was like guys like, like Ray Mysterio that there was like this legitimate culture behind it from Mexico.
0: Yeah. Mm. Can, Stone Cold Steve Austin got a cool name. Like, yeah, you can be that. You can go out to the store and be Stone Cold Steve Austin. You can't be Lex Luger at <laughs> Macy's. Putting him in the rack. Yeah. The Macy's just <laughs> here. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter, you can't put that on your taxes
1: Sergeant Slaughter was the man Bam Bam Bigelow, we're getting into 80s now
0: Yeah uh, Big Van Vader Say it again Big Van Vader Remember I B- just knew him as
1: Vader Oh yeah Yeah, later, a little bit, you're older than me Yeah,
0: You so you knew him from the Boy Meets World era Yeah <laughs> like he was Sean's dad or whatever Oh shit, that's <laughs> right I fucking <laughs> forgot about it He oh, was, was that bully who ended up being on American History X yeah, the fat bully. Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Who the fuck was on? Uh, Andre the Giant was on. Uh, uh, side ponytail shit. Fuck. And Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. No. Yeah, but that's what it's based the on. The Princess Bride. No, way back, bro. What the fuck is that Punky show? Brewster? Punky Brewster, for God's sake. Oh, really? I think so. Wasn't that? Remember right? Captain
0: Lou Albino and Cindy Lauper having yeah, a song together about like how her dad's all like? It definitely wasn't <sighs> Lou Albino. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've been saying for four banana. years. You change that now? I don't <laughs> think so, buddy. Not in my basement. <laughs> Keep it great. Uh, uh. By the way, can we talk about this? I don't know if you've ever heard me discuss this on... You've listened to a lot of Jiu-Jitsu After Dark. All on one of the them. old episodes, yeah. I did discuss why uh, pro wrestlers are still the toughest combat athletes. Give it to me. Uh, I don't remember all the reasons, but I'll give you the highlights that I've held on to. <laughs> uh, one... Your favorite fighter, how often does he fight? Is it bi-weekly? If not, shut your mouth. Yeah. You lose. Yeah. My favorite fighters fight almost every day. Hey, yo. Yeah. Your favorite fighters, do they ever use weapons?
1: No. There's folding chairs everywhere. No one's using any of them.
0: Yeah, And if you time it right, if you hit a guy with a folding chair, when there's any kind of repercussions... That guy will go to sleep. Now, if it's a no-holds bar match, no DQ match, something like that, you can hit him with a full chair six, seven clean times, and he's going to keep coming after <laughs> you. So just take that advice. Reality Boy.
1: shifts. Is the first Hell in the Cell the best wrestling match of all time? Oof. Mankind and Undertaker?
0: It's the most dramatic wrestling match of all time. Maybe,
1: I... maybe best modern <sighs> era if you set aside like the oldsters, give them their own winner.
0: I still think there's, like, just, like, good wrestling. I think there's still, like, good wrestling matches in, like, NXT and stuff. And yeah. Some of those. I think it's the most dramatic, though, by far because of the the guy flew. Yeah. yeah Next yeah. time you're on a ladder, clean out your gutters. <laughs> never. Just never. think about. Uh-huh. So this is a. Uh, or hanging a picture on the wall. Or like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm on the middle of this ladder. If I jump off, I'm probably going to be done for the week. <laughs> yeah, you, st-
1: you step on a chair to change the battery and the smoke detector. Look down once and be like. Yeah. yeah.
0: I like how they go, oh, they got mats on the outside of the ring. Yeah, you got mats in jujitsu too. Now, go fly 12 feet in the air and land on them.
1: Or just trip one time anywhere yeah. and land. Little bumps.
0: Little bumps. A judo guy sends me over his hip. I'm like, please hold on to me as tightly as possible. If my body t- touches at too rapid of a speed, I won't be back for a year.
1: I do that with throws. Bra- hit like, the brakes. like like hip throws, I basically just catch people yeah. and just set them down, or just stand them back up. Because people poor. are small, so you can like manipulate them. I don't them. say
0: that, but you can. Yeah, people are small. <laughs> well, Do you have any idea how, of your body size?
1: Yeah, I'm frequently, constantly paranoid of accident because I'm a flailer. I'm terrible at jujitsu, but I'm heavy mm-hmm. and arguably strong. So like. It's just it's just a, a, a perfect scenario for fucking hurting somebody accidentally or whatever. And actually, it kind of almost happened the other day. I was rolling with one of the gals, and he's like an inverter type, you know, with fucking ankles up by her head or whatever. I was yeah. like, all right, well, I'm going to like kind of hold your feet up there and swing around to the side. And her foot was caught on the mat, and the leg was rotating, huh. and things went the wrong way, and then suddenly we're crying, and then to that bitch's credit, like, 30 seconds later, she's like, no, I'm good. Let's go. Oh, and I've checked in with her, like, 19 times since because well, it's terrifying. Well, like, me, like, Lemmy
0: and George from Mice and Man. <laughs> yeah. They killed just, her. Oh, I killed her. <laughs> yeah, it's totally <laughs> I it. I the like, rabbit too hard to kill <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> I will call her George. I don't want nothing to do with that, and it's terrifying. So, yeah, I'm, I'm to a, the, my own detriment, aware of the fact that I'm heavy. I don't I, like that.
0: <clears throat> I assume I'm 30 pounds less than I am. Like, when I look at other people, I'm like, hey, we're about the same size. How much you weigh? They're like 160. And I'm like,
1: It's because you're short.
0: But no, they're, they're my same height. I go by height. That's actually you what I mean. You are my same height. If I see someone the same neat. height as me, I'm like,
1: You assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but follow you.
0: Yeah. And if, if they're, I can actually judge my own body type, I think, or whatever. But if I, the problem is when people are around my height, but they're yoked and they weigh the same as me because they have no fat on them. And I'm like, We're not the same size at yeah. all. Get out yeah, of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like 190 with abs, and I'm 180 well, with pudge.
1: Well, even the like the <clears throat> biggest cat at M Theory, like frame-wise, is Mahir. Mm. you you never come across Mahir. He's a big dude. Yeah. Just from the name, you can tell he's mm. a big, just naturally <laughs> strong cat. And he's good, too. Yeah. You know, he is a brown belt and is also very good. What do you um, do, um, do But, l- that but like, what I asked him, one, we were just chatting one day, and I... He asked what I weighed, and I was like, I'm down about 270, which was true at the time. Nice 2020. Uh, and I asked him what he weighed, and I swear he said 240. You know, and he's got like yeah. four or five inches on me. You know, yeah. it's different when you like done squats for fifteen cool. years and lifted atlas stones. Like you're just built different and like you're a stocky guy. You how tall are you? Five seven, yeah. five six, something like that. Five, eight, five, you know, but seven, so like yet yeah, you line you up next to anybody else your height, and you're gonna be denser. You've slung some iron but and done some. Until
0: things. I run into the guy who's my height but has no fat on him and has been lifting yeah, and, I you. And, then, and then you're like, Oh my god. That's different. You know yeah. one of the most mind blowing things is Go to a high level fight. I don't want to consider something like LFA title fights. If you see an LFA title fight that's in the light heavy to middleweight, go watch it and see how close you get to the fighters just to eyeball what, what 185 quote unquote yeah. looks like yeah. in person. You're like, Oh, you're the heavyweight from the gym. Yeah. You know, with uh some yeah. of the some of the changes in the rules have, have made have made it not so much, but you still get some guys who are like, You're two oh five what do you normally weigh? Oh, Yeah, like, Yeah. It's Geez. huge. Yeah. It's
1: the same thing with, with lifting federations that do a 24-hour weigh-in. Like, you'd be 40 pounds heavier yeah. 24 hours later.
0: I used to see Travis View, who fought at light heavyweight. He fought Babalu Sobral in the UFC. And he would lift down at the Ole Lifting. Scott Saves Ole Lifting Center. Mm-hmm. In Camp Falls. In Rochester. Rochester. Yeah. Right. And uh, so Travis would be in there with just, like, doing power cleans and Power clean and press with three fifteen. Yeah. Six, seven yeah. reps, eight reps, and then yep. sets of five like what what are you doing? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's you done like, warming
1: up yet? What's going
0: on? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, they'll be like, oh, front squats. Oh, okay, well four and a quarter. Yep. Right. And you're a light, heavyweight yeah. fighter.
1: Right, right, right. <clears throat> you're one of the small guys, the skinny guys.
0: Yeah. And strongman, they call lightweights two thirty one and you're way bigger than that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's the difference between day of and day of weigh-in. Yeah,
0: and also just, like, no, ma- weight management to that degree, too.
1: Wait, weight management to any degree? Get the fuck out of here. I don't know. Uh. But, you know, there's, like, how Ugh.
0: how boxers, high school wrestlers, strongman competitors cut weight, and then, like, they diet, and they, they lose weight the right way. Then there's, like, how, like, D1 wrestlers m m a fighters MMA fighters have got it down to a crazy science, yeah, like you that guy is about to die. He should be taken to the emergency room. <laughs> what do you mean he's going to cage fight somebody tomorrow <laughs> afternoon? and
1: then there they go, yeah
0: <clears throat> you got to wonder how if some of these guys are going past that point of diminishing rep- returns too like if you felt better the day before, would you fight better? That's today? one of those
1: things that I think that I think Rogan's right on. I think yeah. I think he's talked about it, like, but if, not for everybody. If, if largely everybody just showed up in peak condition, not not a, yeah. a, as much of a degree of being depleted, even if you've like sort of managed to recover. Come on!
0: But with our current rule sets and the workarounds of said rules, like this is the only option you have. And within those rules, still, I think some people like T.J. Dillashaw could make 125 with maybe a little assistance. But he could make it, but he didn't fight as well at one twenty five right you go up to one thirty five that's where you belong this there's guy,
1: always a point of diminishing returns yeah
0: those guys who go up to a, these guys who go up a weight class and just have a re rebirth again rebirth on your crew when you go up to one weight class
1: yeah, it, it probably yeah. is there's probably a, a reasonable logic behind like at a certain age, just go up a weight class
0: I mean it works the other way. look at when cm Punk went down from one eighty five to one seventy
1: <laughs> is that? Uh, Jiu Jitsu After Dark everyone I'm John I'm Chris And we'll see you on the mat Wait
0: I'm Matt Oh you're Matt Oh